Craig's like, we're done now. That's that's one too many raccoon sounds. We're out. Please. <laughs> oh, please? Oh, I got you, fam. I, got I did, I did oh, ask man. if there were any raccoons, opossums, or deer anywhere in the vicinity. Just just trying to run through the list of any small woodland creatures that could be making an, appo- an uh, appearance on the show. I'm hoping that he hasn't gone and taken the time to f- found a um, soundboard with raccoon noises on it because he's that lazy. So we won't have any distractions from any extra noises from him this week, hopefully. If you're talking about me, then uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, as the prophecy foretold. <laughs> Could do work, but nah, that would involve work. We can't have that. Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny 2 podcast, a show where we discuss tips, tricks, and tools to help all guardians succeed and enjoy playing more. I am your host, Night Demon. Lazy Guts himself parody has returned to the show from his two week hiatus or holiday, as he puts it. And Raccoon Boy Respawn has returned from the bayou without his new pet. Thank God. So, with all that said, let's get on with the show. Alright, I'll be right back. I'm going to take him to his mom since she apparently is not moving. Hold on. Come on, my boy. Episode 33 The Return of Lazy Guts. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter. A Destiny 2 podcast where we return with Lazy Guts. The glorious triumph of Lazy Guts, who did his did his part, you know, clearing clearing hive and escalation protocols and override frequencies and knockers kills. Didn't kill Zol this week. So I I, I contributed zero of a hundred thousand to that. But I did some good work on the rest of them. Well, at least you made up for the time that you were away. Yeah. I, I think Glad took care of all the all the Zol kills anyway. He was like, No, no, I got this guys. <laughs> just just hold my beer. We'll take care of this. We're good. So did anyone else get an email yesterday or today? I had I had minor heart failure when I got an email from Microsoft going, we're sorry, there's been a change to your order. And uh, you're not going to get that order as originally thought. I'm going, what do you mean? Oh, right. My order has been delayed until October 1st. That's fine. That order update, I'm good with. I, I have no email. Um, you're still getting your, your order the same day then. Unless you have, unless you haven't actually pre-ordered Shadowkeep, I haven't just, actually pre-ordered anything yet. You're, you're sitting here going, wow. "I'm, I'm out." He's actually going to end, end the podcast, end the show, and never talk to us again. Come Shadowkeep, he's like, "No, no, we're done. We're done right. with this. I'm, this, I'm moving this, on to Gears Five. That's it. Yeah, this is my moment to go hide behind a wall and shoot people." Speaking of moving on, dude, this is going to be such a busy month, right? You got. I was so happy this week that we finally got. With the community challenge, I was—I finally took that ability, that time to get my override frequencies done, or at least more—at <laughs> least more done because I got the fifteen that I needed for the sleeper and never touched it again. But now I've gotten all of those done except for the last four, which of course it will not give me. I went through two hundred something frequency over override frequencies, and can I oh, get the God. last four? So I'm going okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep farming this. Hope for the best. What are you trying to get the last four for? Override frequencies. Yeah, what for? Um, for the last four of them, for the Triumph and whatever other thing. Really, for my Wayfarer badge, if we're being honest, that's the thing I'm mm. I need it for. I have everything else done. I got the I got the World Line Zero. I got the two caches. Did all that crap. I, I shot all the different colored whatever they're called on Mars. Right. Yep. Hunted all those down. Shot those. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got all that done. And I'm like, all right, now I just need four override frequencies, and it keeps giving me the same one over. 
and over. You got to go to different areas, dude. Did you forget that? We know this. It's all right. Yeah. Don't don't reach out. I don't know that he knows that. I'm just informing him in case he didn't, smartass. Maybe he didn't know that. Maybe it slipped his mind. Maybe it's been so long since he's done all this nonsense, the basic things have escaped him. True. He has been away for two weeks, so he's kind of lost touch with everything. So, to make up for everything, we've made him do the notes this week so that he's up to date and on point. Did he really do the notes? That as punishment. As, as punishment, yeah, for leaving us. And and having you deal with Blue and the raccoons. Hey, I've still got post-traumatic stress from that. I really have. I know. I, I was listening to the show, and I, I could tell the moment where they broke you. I, I could tell the moment yeah. where I was like, he is now a broken man. There, yeah. there will be the time in his life before this moment and after this moment. This is the defining moment. Not the birth of any of your children, <laughs> not your marriage. This moment right here is when your life has Just changed. Just let the listeners know. Forever. It was 10 times worse than what was actually in the podcast. That podcast was edited down significantly. Yeah. So there really. were moments where there you, may you have been you, language, which we don't, you know, have on the show. Um, you, you know how I could tell that you did your finance editing work? Right after Respawn yelled at you for, for being too monotone, and you rolled through that list of all the different things flawlessly. <laughs> there was a moment where he was like, use this, this many of this, and this many of this, and you get one of these, and two of these, and one turtle dove, and you put them in the tree, and everything's beautiful. I was like, no, no, that took him 15 tries to read. No, 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 he no. actually did that. No, I that was that. that was really live. that, that yeah. was live. That was one take. Yeah, that was one take. Because oh. he got upset because because I called him out on, on the whole ah. thing. And he's all like, fine. I think I started I'm the pro- show where I was quite happy, and then <laughs> yeah. I got to that point, and I was just like, I'm going to read this, and I just need to get through it and get the show over and done with it. That was it. Yeah. Look, if it and then you're you broken. Any better, you being unhappy made me and Blue wow. quite happy. So oh, that was yeah. That's, that's, that's honestly, of all the things last <laughs> week, that, that's, the find I ha- that's the thing I find hardest to believe. <laughs> I was listening, and I'm like, for sure. For sure, this took at least 20 tries to get through. So... <laughs> I've seen I've seen videos this week where Houndish and Mesa Sean and everybody else has got through these notes really, really quickly. So I'm hoping without too much of a distraction that we get through these pretty quick. What do you reckon? I reckon there's this button we can use called mute. Yeah, we can and do if that. We just, if, if we just do that, <laughs> then see, that's going to solve all our problems. And we can get into this week at Bungie. For the 5th of September, 2019. This week at Bungie, we've stepped on to Mars. We had a war with the Cabal. We killed the Cabal. Now we have a war with the Hive. We killed all the Hive too. For an update on the community challenge, it's done. The community has been challenged. The community has prevailed. We have gotten 175,000 Wave 7 EP boss kills. 300 million Hive kills on Mars. 300,000 override frequencies. 150,000 Nocris kills. 100,000 Zol kills. Done. I contributed to everything but the soul kills, but you know, I, I killed at least a million hive just jumping high into the air and smashing them with my face because that's how Titans do. Um, I got my, you know, I'll get my little community emblem for doing my nightfall runs before Tuesday at reset. And did you guys do any of that? Anything? Any any fancy emblems coming your way? Hmm? 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 Um, I haven't done a nightfall yet. I ran backwards and forwards into one of the lost sectors because I was doing the last 10 weapons that I had to do for the forge for the Moments of Triumph. Ah, uh, yes. 
So I did that one at the back of um, whatever her face is called. Yes, that one. Uh, and yeah. So That's I killed some faith. Yeah, I, I contributed. Just a teensy bit. Yeah, um, it's good to murder some hive. Yeah, Pan and I were running around doing EP clears. He still didn't get the shotgun. ODST got the shotgun. I now have a full complement of weapons, but he still did not get the shotgun. The moment he got offline, though, ODST dropped. He got dro- dropped for him. So clearly, it was just waiting for him to leave in order for the shotgun to drop. Yeah. Yep. Also, I don't know. I mean, I know there have been some buffs, right? But. Last week, or not last week, this week, whenever I played, I managed to get like all of the things I've been grinding for forever. Meaning, mm-hmm. I got the one two punch shotgun with just a nice. few runs. I got uh, my God Roll spare rations. And then there was nice. something. Else. Oh, the sniper rifle from EP. I only did EP twice and got the sniper rifle. Like all three of those in the same day. I'm like, yeah. what yeah, the hell? Yeah, they def- yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I had never seen the SMG or sniper rifle drop from EP, even, you know, of all the, even, not for me, not for anybody. You know, I would watch a little loot feed at the end or anybody I was with. I've never seen those weapons drop and I've got both of them this week. So they definitely said, okay, if you don't have these, here you go. I got two of the, I got the Braytech winter wolf and then the Braytech something else. Cause you know, they, the schematics I had forgotten about, those were even a thing since uh-huh. I had not done any override frequency. So it's like, oh yeah, they buffed those. You can get more than one of those at a time. Mm-hmm. Still can't get more than one cash key per week because that's still locked down but hey it's cool it's fine we're not angry about that so just as a reminder to qualify for the exclusive community event emblem you need to complete a nightfall before tuesday's reset so that includes me as well and if you're looking if you're looking for the two hundred thousand points i recommend doing the strange terrain nightfall and farming the night at the top of the hill over and over again for many many points worked out beautifully are you going to link that in the show notes? I will link that in the show notes. Nice. I will have to, I will have to remember who it is. But yeah, it's basically you go to the top of the... It's it's the nights where you have to kill the knight, you know, grab the little ball that they drop and throw it at the crystal. Kill the first knight, th- throw the ball at the crystal. Kill the second knight, throw the ball off the cliff. The knight respawns. Kill the knight, throw the ball off the cliff. The knight respawns over and over again. We did that for about six minutes and got 100, about 110, 120,000 points before we blew through the rest of it. <laughs> more competent fire teams could probably do better but that's what we rolled with and it worked out nicely so you're taking um, the lead this week buddy all right I'm, I'm i'm staying quiet sounds good i was looking for that i'll, I'll find that video we'll link that in the show notes of precisely how to do <laughs> even though i just told you that's what it is so we have an upcoming bungee bounty again you can join the strike team we're not doing crucible we're not doing game but we're doing strikes this week with the all-powerful head of Xbox, Phil Spencer, Gamertag P3, and Bungie CEO, Pete Parsons, Gamertag Mango. So your fire team are going to be these two fine gentlemen. If you get matched up with them and they decide you help up your end of the fight, you'll be awarded this fancy emblem at the end of the event. So look alive and bring your best game. It's a lovely emblem. Got some red, got some blue, got some star starbursts. It's very Vanguard looking. I think Shax and Zalvalov both would be very proud to own this emblem. So when does this happen? This happens on Xbox. Happens on the 10th of December. December. No. The 10th of September. December's way in the future. I'm already thinking about cold winter and Christmas time and fancy holiday events. The 10th of September in the Heroic Strike playlist, Destiny 2 Xbox Live. 
This is happening at 3 to 5 p.m. Pacific time, 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern time, night demon, sorry, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. London time. And for you, you those fine people, yeah, and for those fine people over in Sydney, 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. Wednesday morning. So Andy, get up early, jump online, play some strikes. And they've linked the mixer.com slash bungee account for this. So I'm assuming, again, because this is a Microsoft sort of sponsored thing, uh, Phil Spencer is going to be there. It's on Mixer. Don't know if they're streaming it on Twitch, but they're definitely streaming it on Mixer.com slash Bungie. Now, even if you can't get matched up, because again, there's only two of them. There's only one slot open. There's a lot of people that won't get into this. Xbox is also giving away, and Bungie's giving away, some Destiny 2 Shadowkeep Collector's Editions, which are completely sold out. So tune in, watch the stream. They're going to be giving some of those away to people watching in the stream and chat, as well as some other uh, surprises and treats for those watching the, the good times happen so tune in for those two hours even if you can't play you might win something good out of it now the director's update go into the shake shacks pvp our poor sad languishing pvp has not gotten any love now it's getting all the love come shadow keep so what's happening you may ask quick play and competitive they're gone we're removing them quick play is now classic mix it's a connection-based playlist like quick play was and it includes Control, Clash, and Supremacy. Competitive is being replaced by a 3v3 survival mode, which now rewards glory. And there's also a new survival solo queue, which also awards glory. So those of you who play D1, 3v3 survival should be very familiar to you. That's our new competitive playlist. No longer a, a scrolling list of different game types. It's this thing. We're also going to have a new 6v6 control playlist, which Bungie feels this is sort of the place for all the new kindergartens to sort of step their toe in a crucible. They think it'll be sort of a good intro to the, you know, the game mode, to the mechanics. Control is sort of where you can start on this in, endeavor into the Crucible land. And then we're also going to have a new 4v4 and 6v6 rotating playlists, where it'll feature modes like Clash, Supremacy, Mayhem, Lockdown, and Countdown. So if you don't really enjoy Lockdown and Countdown, you don't have to see them again in comp. You can never look at them again. Now, we're also getting a bunch of map changes. So again, Bungie knows they've left PvP language for way too long without any changes, any updates, anything out of it at all. So we're pulling some maps out. We're, we're, we're the first four maps to be re removed from all playlists are Dead Cliffs, Legions, Gulch, Retribution, and Solitude. Gone. They're pulling them out come Shadowkeep. You will not see them for a while. They've also made a pass on all playlists, and, and they're removing some additional things. Equinox, the big giant, uh, trials -y, you know, Reckoning-like playlist is only going to be in Scorched, Mayhem, and Breakthrough. And Firebase Echo is only in Supremacy, Mayhem, and Breakthrough. And now they have said, you know, they've pulled these maps out, but they are going to sort of tweak them and look into them. These maps will probably come back in the future, but they're going to tweak the spawning areas, the ammo spawns, the overall structure, and actually give them some love and bring them back into the game as maps like they should be. And now that we're having 6v6, 4v4, and 3v3... They've got to account for all those game types, so we, they may come back at everything, they may not. On to you, Night Demon. Share with us your thoughts. <laughs> I was going to say, they've, they've snuck that one in quite um, cheekily, haven't they? Scorched. You remember that when we had that increasable labs with the Scorched I cannons? Sure I sure do, and by do, I literally had to look it up because I'm going, I think I remember this, but I it, it, it completely evaded my Destiny 2 memory. <laughs> but yeah, oh, they snuck that one under the radar by just kind of slightly mentioning it. Oh, Scorch, Mayhem, and Breakthrough. And people have kind of glossing over it. But that's going to be a fun mode, very similar to the Mayhem that was Mayhem with Scorch Cannons. Yeah. There's some very specific rules for Scorch that we put in here just, just to make sure everybody understood the rules of Scorch. <laughs> Would you like to cover them for us? 
No. Okay. I would not. No. No. I love the fact that you're not no. actually going to do anything no. this week, Reese, no. apart from no. maybe do noises no. in the background. No. 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 <laughs> what is Scorch game type, you say? Here are the complex rules. Are you ready? No. You spawn in with a Scorch cannon. Everyone else spawns in with a Scorch cannon. You shoot each other with said Scorch cannons. There ends the lesson. <laughs> there you go. Panoramics. This is the room that goes boom from Halo that you built where you spawn in with all sorts of rocket launchers. Now we have the room that goes boom with Scorch Cannons. I could see having a lot of fun with this and I'm looking forward to it being in the game. And not to be outdone, we also get a new map. Actually, well, we get two, two new old maps and one new new map. So Widow's Court and Twilight Gap are coming back to the game from Destiny 1 and we're getting a new map, Fragment. And Bungie says, think Dreaming City meets Infinite Forest. So it'll be very green and lush, and I hope there's a giant knight standing there to kill you at the end. <laughs> what, doing uh, a freaking crucible match? That would add an interesting level of complexity. That, that would make the, you know, especially if it goes to overtime, that would make the overtime real interesting. It's all right. It's like, okay, you get to fight each other, and this giant knight that comes in to kill you. Yeah, but each knight, there's a knight for each team, not just one knight deciding which yes. team to go for. Oh, that sounds amazing. Right? Can you punch your, Can you punch the other team's knight to make him your friend and send him against the other team like you couldn't be one? I don't think that's going to be a thing. No, it should it should be a thing. Don't Bungie, think that's going to be on the artifact. Bungie, I want to punch people and have them be my friend. Come on, I need an ogre friend. Ogre friend, Man, knight friend. We can you imagine this. how that's going to change? Like camping, right? Oh, I'm just going to camp here and snipe all these guys. Knight says, "Not today." <laughs> Boom! Just crushes the sniper. Chad says no. Chad says no. Oh that's... no! Did it block me out? Definitely one for Crucible Labs there. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of the Crucible Labs, they're finally coming back maybe this time. I feel like they said that last time. But maybe in Shadowkeep, they're finally coming back. And we're getting multiple variants of elimination with the various rules, various settings. They haven't really gone into detail with what those are yet. But they're clearly, you know, clearly this is all in service of trying out things to bring Trials back. Trials of the Nine, Trials of the Void, Trials of the Vex, Trials of the Something. We're getting some sort of Trials game mode back Trials in the game. Osiris. <laughs> no, no, not that one. Trials of everything else. Osiris is done. We've lost him. He's he's in the he's in the forest the somewhere. Infinite forest, yeah. Looking at the trees, he's you know, in the growing mushrooms or everywhere, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So again, you know, they're bringing they're bringing the Crucible Labs back. They're bringing Elimination back with a bunch of different rules, trying to figure out what the community wants, what the best thing is. So I'm looking forward to just playing around with that, just seeing how that goes. And we're getting more good changes. Heavy ammo sharing. Those of you from Destiny 1 will remember, in, in Crucible games, if your team grabs the heavy, you had sort of a chance. If you could huddle together and you know be shoulder to shoulder and hold hands, you could all get some heavy ammo. In the 6v6 game modes, the crates will sparkle. And you can run up to them with your hand, with your buddy. You can skip through the tulips, through the flowers, and hold hands, and all get some heavy ammo together. You'll have seven seconds to pick up the heavy along with your other teammates. Now, you're not going to get as much heavy as you would as if, you know, as it is now, if you just grab the heavy, you get all the heavy ammo, you'll get a reduced amount of heavy. So not everyone's going to have the full complement of heavy ammo, but potentially your entire team of six could have heavy, you know, probably if, it, if it's like D1, I feel like it was like you would get one rocket versus yeah. the two or three or whatever you get before. So, yeah. you know, it'll probably be something along the lines of that. You'll get a reduced amount, but you'll get some. Yeah, um, now the amount is static and doesn't super change. Super sketch about that. I mean, because you guys should remember from D1, the, the leading team, is going to get the heavy. And then once they get the heavy, it's game over, right? Because their whole team now has heavy. And they're like, well, they only have one rocket each. 
that's still six rockets on the field. Yeah, yeah potentially. But yeah. really, let's be honest, people aren't that that sharing and there won't be six rockets. It'll be it'll be one or two rockets, and then the rest of the team will be like, wait, I was right there at seven seconds. Oh, it's gone now. Mm-hmm. So at least, and and the amount of ammo you're going to get is not going to change whether it's one of you, six of you to pick it up. It's going to be the same. It's a static amount of ammunition you'll get. So it's not like if the entire team gets there, you'll get less. You'll get the same amount no matter what. Right. And Bungie does say, you know, the seven seconds can be based can be tweaked based on feedback. And if you're not the team to get there, the ammo box will turn red, indicating you can't get any of it at all. Sad for you. Four v four and three v three game modes will remain unchanged. Still, the first person to get the heavy ammo gets the heavy ammo. Full stop. So they haven't actually said whether we're going to get two heavy crates on on each map. Um, I think by the sounds of it, it's going to be one box in the middle and you fight over it, basically. Yeah, that's what it seems like from their wording, too. Yeah. Yeah. And, so and yeah, and even respawn, that can change. Yeah, respawn raises a valid point. You sort of have to play, you know, you have to play smart and know where the heavy's going to spawn and sort of be close enough to that heavy to grab it when it comes up or at least be able to defend it. Titan bubbles. This is your time to shine. <laughs> or, you know, if you are the only person around it, you grab it because if you grab it, that will save six other people that are running towards you from actually picking it up. So you're actually saving your team from the, you know, the devastation. This is true. Yeah. And, and again, they still have the seven seconds. So even if they aren't, you know, in destiny one, you all had to be right there and grab it at the same time. They've got seven seconds to get there. So even if they're not right there, pull up for your team, your other teammates can roll up, grab their heavy and roll back out again. So I think it's it, going to be very tactical. Yeah. Which again, it seems like that's where Bungie's going with all this stuff. They, they, you know, they're taking our power, you know, our supreme overly powered Titan-esque fantasy away of we are a God and we just stand here and do damage to, you have to actually think a little bit now about what you're going to do. You know, it's more, a little less action, a little more RPG. You might die. Bad things might happen. You're going to have to think yeah. about your choices. Yeah, this, this, this to me sounds like it caters to the hardcore crucible players, right? Because if you communicate as a team, you're gonna get the heavy, you're gonna defend it, you're gonna get it, you're gonna wipe out the other team because there's only one ammo box, right? Now, well, I mean, I mean it also kind of caters it, to anybody in crucible. If you have one good guy on your team who pulls it for your team, you can still benefit from that. Uh, you I mean, have uh, you've got seven seconds to get there. But that's no. that's like an extreme case, right? You're more likely to come across a team of sweaties than have a real bad team with one good guy that's going to carry them. You know, you say that, but they're tuning, you know, these the, the new matchmaking settings, so you're less likely to come up against sweaty teams. I understand okay. that, but they've been saying that for two years. So, excuse me if I'm a little skeptical on the whole matchmaking thing. Yeah, okay. I mean, you can be skeptical, but they are changing the two systems. So, hopefully, um, the way that they're actually going to do the ranking system is going to change as well. So, you know, if you're a good enough player, your is it glory will kind of reflect that, and it will get you up to the higher tiers of glory quicker than some other people that are kind of fighting through the bottom parts of it. And those people at lower skills will be fighting other people at similar skills that they are, but everybody will be going up, you know, progressively together. Hopefully that, that'll work but out better. In one of the twabs he says, hey, if you're a good a good player and you just, you know, crush some not as good players, you don't get hardly any experience. But if you are not such a good player and you end up winning against a team that has really good players, then then your experience will jump up. That one statement tells me that the matchmaking is still going to be foobard. 
Because no, no, no. how can that, not that's such a good player go up against a good player? Different. Yeah, but the experience yeah, is but different. I know the experience is different, but you're not hearing the part about the not so good player beating a better player. Oh, yeah. Right? That tells me that the not so good players are still going to be teamed with the better players. But if that happens, the not so good players will earn the extra points, but they will be slotted into, you know, somebody that is of equal opposing, you know, skill rating for them. I know what you're trying to say, but it depends on how big that skill gap is because they didn't specify. They just said a right. not so good player beats a better player. According to what they said, they, the not so good players shouldn't be going up against the good players. Well, you know? part of it depends on what playlist you're in because I think that's part of the change they're making because this classic mix playlist they're going to have is connection based, not skill based. So in the connection based playlist, you have a much better chance of going up against people of different skills. In the glory playlist, you're going to have hopefully less of a you know less of a chance of going up against those higher skilled players because it's going to be more skill based and based on your actual skill in the game. Whereas you know classic mix, aka quick play, is all connection. It's not skill based at all. All right. Well, I mean, I'm not I'm not going to get upset or happy about anything at the moment because I don't I don't know what's coming. God, my nose sounds so stuffy, doesn't it? What's going on? I think initially, uh, when everybody starts off in Shadowkeep and everybody's trying to go up in the glory, then yes, you're going to be matched against higher skilled players. But those higher skilled players will be taken out of that bracket, put up in a higher skill against other people of their skill rating, whereas the lower ones will be, you know, against people of their skill. And it's kind of a you're all thrown into a bag to start off with and let's see who can fight can get out of it first. And those that get out of it first will be in the higher skill. But say somebody that's in the lower skill beats somebody at the higher skill, they'll get the XP points, but they won't necessarily be put up too high into that higher skill bracket because the system will hopefully know that they're not that good to go up that high, but they'll be put as you know somebody opposing them that have good enough skill. And it's going to be a fight to start off with for the first couple of weeks with um, the glory. Right. Yeah, I sort of hope it fixes that, or at least addresses a little bit of that problem of you know you're you're running around with your friends, you're having a good time, you're winning a couple games, winning a couple games. Oh God, they put you into the top tier, and now you're getting stomped. Okay, let's put us back down to the lower tier where we belong. So <laughs> hopefully that'll. Yeah, I mean, again, it's it, it, some of it's you know, hey, if it, it's easy win win five or six games in a row, just go. Oh, you're doing real good. Okay, you're not doing so good. And again, you know, skill based, connection based, bas- matchmaking. There's still gonna you know it's still gonna have the same problems to a point, but yeah, I hope the I hope. You know the glory grind will be a little more tolerable because yeah, it'll sort of it'll sort of even us out and put those of us in you know the fourteen hundred, fifteen hundred range, not up against the fifty five hundred range people immediately. <laughs> we'll see. Um, other people so are going to have differentiating opinions about this, and I totally get that. But I think if they were going to have the whole team get heavy ammo, it would have been better for each side to get a heavy brick not just one to fight over in the middle because the better skilled players are always going to get that heavy ammo and they're just going to steamroll the not so good players. You know, they're not even going to have a chance. Now, if each team had their own heavy, at least the not so skilled players would have an opportunity to kind of level the playing field. Eh, whatever. Well, I'm I'm hoping to be honest, I'm hoping that the heavy trigger is around the same time that supers are going to be generated. So that hopefully on the opposing team, you'll have somebody with a super like, um, Nova bomb, they say it's like and every- they come running in, and they could Nova bomb that other team that's just sitting there waiting for the heavy. You know things like that from Destiny One that happened. 
Right, but didn't they say that it was going to be like every 60 seconds or something? I, I remember yeah, but that. With being the a first thing. brick dropping, they they didn't say it's kind of 60 seconds from the start of the match. It'd probably be two minutes into the match, 60 seconds from then, there'll be another brick if there is another brick. I, I don't think they've actually said if there's going to be multiple bricks or there's going to be one throughout the whole game. Yeah, there was. Yeah, there was. There was. I mean, there's nothing in the heavy of ammo sharing about. about yeah, how many times or when it would come in? Just that they're changing it to you know more people can grab it in six v six only. So it yeah, makes yeah. sense. It's gonna be interesting to see. And I mean, and the nice thing about all this is they're they're setting this game up so they can make changes you know more often, not just once per quarter, once per season, once per you know year practically. So it's nice that we'll be able to get something. You know, if if the one heavy ammo brick is not working out, they can put a second one in. They can tweak this. They can change it around like they did in D one. We don't have to wait an entire three, six, nine, 12 months to get a change to things. <laughs> and I think the, the same thing with, um, what was I going to say? Um, completely lost my train of thought. Um, Do you need a raccoon to help you? I got no, a raccoon. I don't. No, he I, needs a train he's sound. Right he's waiting. He needs a train sound because it got derailed. Yeah. Oh, a train sound. All right, I got you. Hold on. Give me a second. Here comes the night demon thought train. I should have found a video where the crane, where the crane, where the train is crashing at the end. <laughs> woo woo! Anyway. <laughs> yep. Okay. Here we so Destiny One, where we had the the heavy ammo spawn, there was always somebody ready with a super that could fly in and you know smash or nova bomb. And I think if they're going to tune it back towards Destiny One this is kind of the route that they're looking towards is that you'll find that heavy is timed around the same time that people start to be generating their supers and a good player that's, you know, got a couple of orbs or actually got a couple of kills under their belt will be just in time for that, you know, heavy ammo to drop and then they can run in and super. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out for sure. So should we go over rank systems with the update with streaks and flaws? Would you like me to take that? Shall I take that off your hands? If you'd like to, or I can keep rolling. Up to you, buddy. <laughs> I'll do this one. So, Glory, Valor, and Infamy streaks are more resilient coming in Shadowkeep. So instead of a loss resetting your streak like it does now, so you could get one to five, and then it resets if you make, have a loss rather than constantly staying at five. If you um, Infamy and Valor streaks decrease by one, and Glory streaks decrease by two. So you can then, you know, keep going up and down or keep constantly at the same level and get points which is quite good so you can still lose glory but if your rank is at or below fabled you can't lose glory if doing so would drop you below that rank so each rank through fabled acts as a floor for glory that That's seems like a really nice change yeah you can lose but only to a certain point but apparently if it once you've hit fabled in glory and say you got to legend, you can then be knocked right back down to fabled if you constantly lose and lose and lose again. So fabled is kind of the the plateau for getting to, but once you've hit that, you can always go up, and then you can always come back down to fabled, and that's it. So that was quite interesting. Yeah, and I wonder if that's you know part of the part of the differentiation of trying to take those you know you know putting that sort of midway point of okay, you've gotten to this point, you're good enough to get here. 
let's not match you against the people trying to get to that fabled floor still. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, again, maybe that was part of the thing, don't know. But at least it gives you a floor of okay, you're at least as good, you're at least gonna be up here. Let's keep you here. So keep you out of the sort of the lower tier people trying to get up at least to their to that first tier. And then yeah, the, the fight to the top should be should be a bloodbath against all the sweaty players, everyone trying on the you know their absolute best to become those top tier weapons. Well, it was at least like you're, what you're we not doing that hopefully all the way through. It was like what we were talking about just then, where you know the good players will get to that top rank really quickly, and mm-hmm. then the other ones will kind of keep scrapping and trying to get through and get get up there as quick as possible. And yeah. I think it's kind of it's creating kind of rings that you know constantly decrease in size. So you've got the outer pool, you've got a middle pool, and then you've got the higher pool. And you know you'll have people that are in that higher pool that are right at the top. And they'll stay at the top, and then you've got the middle pool where people will be fighting, and they will get to the top, but that middle pool will be slower. And then you've got the outer ring where you know you haven't got good enough skill, but you, you're kind of fighting your way to get there, and it'll take longer, but you will still get to the top. But you'll get to the top with those players in that you know similar skill ring. So everybody's got a chance to get to the top. You won't necessarily be fighting those players on the higher, higher skill. You'll be still fighting the players that are in your skill band. If you see what I mean? That's what it sounds like to me. It's kind of trying to get yeah. everybody up to that peak, no matter what skill level you are. But it'll yeah. take time if you're not that good. Right. Yeah. And, and again, and, and we've already sort of talked about the, the next part of them saying we're actually going to, you know, they've been tracking all this information behind the scenes up to, but up to now haven't really applied it. Now they're going to apply it. So they're going to, you know, take things into account like your kills, your damage dealt and so forth. These factors will contribute to a player's skill rating. And in season eight, they're mapping that skill rating to your glory ranks with the lowest, you know, lowest skill being Guardian One, highest skill being Legend, most people somewhere in between. And as you play in the survival playlist, your glory system will accelerate you to the rank that corresponds to your skill rating. So again, yeah, if you're a top tier player, if you've gotten your legend, if you're we're sitting at 5,500 before Shadow Keep, when you play, it's gonna it's gonna see that skill and go and escalate you up there. So your grind should be a little shorter to get there. And if you're, you know, like a mid-tier player, it's going to accelerate you into the up to that mid-tier. Or if you're a low-tier player, it's going to sort of keep you sort of where you belong, not put you up in the higher ranks where you don't belong yet because you're just going to get stomped every single time. So hopefully that'll, again, yeah, that'll sort of help even out these these survival, these competitive playlists of we're going to sort of put you back where you belong. And again, it's going to keep keep looking at that information and say, hey, if you, you know, hey, you were playing with your three streamer buddies and they carried you all the way to, you know, to the top tier, but you, as you play, you keep going lower and lower, lower. It's going to sort of adjust you and, and sort of put you back down where you need to be. So it should be a good change. They're actually taking all these stats and information they've been collecting and doing something with them. What I actually think is quite good about Season 8, Shadowkeep, is this is the season that they didn't say there was going to be too much of Crucible changes or they weren't going to re, you know, radically change in Crucible. That would be the next season. So hopefully this is kind Surprise. of the stepping stone to what they're ultimately planning i mean some of the building blocks might actually be in place you know and they said they're going to tweak some things so the next season i think is where we're going to see some really good changes and it's hopefully going to bring crucible back to how they wanted it or how a lot of people want it to be yeah and this definitely seems like lou smith's whole you know we have to we have to fix the foundation before we build the house this seems like a lot of foundation fixing you know doing these sort of you know overall quality of life big big you know sweeping changes putting some taking some maps out putting some maps in you know the maps are putting back in and the new map obviously they've reworked to live in this environment where they want it to be 
the other maps we've had since launch, you know, started with 4v4, then we're sort of squeezed to be 6v6, and they're not, you know, they're probably not tuned for that. It's part of part of the spawn, you know, part of the spawn problems of when, you, when you've got eight people on a map and now you're trying to figure out 12 people on a map and giving people a spawn where you're not going to be spawn camped the entire time, there's not enough room to do that, which is why you keep getting spawn killed and trapped on certain maps. So I think this will be a good foundation for what they have. Again, they're clearly planning for a clear for a return to trials. They're putting all this elimination back in. They're bringing the collabs back in. They're clearly focusing on this. It's not done yet, but they're moving in that direction. And that's a good the sign. The things that we know are like Widow's Court and Twilight Gap, which are the returning maps from Destiny 1, are 6v6 built maps for Destiny 1. So you at least know they're going to come back and maybe reimagined, but they will definitely be a 6v6 style map. And I don't think that their new one, the um, yeah, fragment. fragment, I don't think that's going to be a 4v4. That's going to be built ready for 6v6 and anything that's coming forward. So with them taking away those other maps, hopefully they're going to rework them and build them out to be 6v6 because, you know, I, I, I was listening to a, a couple of podcasts this week and uh, YouTubers were saying, we don't understand those maps, why are they take being taken out of the rotation, but there must be some reason for those ones to be selected well, rather than other ones. So maybe they're the ones that they can do something quicker than they can the other ones. And if they can get those back in the rotation for season nine, it's going to show that we know we've got those four coming back and they've been reimagined. We'll take out another three and bring them back in for a couple of, you know, more seasons later. Agreed. Respawn, have you got anything to say on this? Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. I'm giving Respawn a moment to speak. <laughs> uh, it's it's a very weird feeling to be like, Respawn, do you have anything to add to this? Because you've been well, so he does quiet. have a couple of... He likes a bit of Crucible every now and then. Yeah, well, I, I never like playing Crucible. That That's that's a misnomer. I never I don't enjoy Crucible in this game, right? I, Not I'm, even Scorched. You must enjoy Scorched. Who doesn't well, have playing around with a giant can of Scorched and Mayhem are okay, I guess. Like, I used to play Call of Duty competitively, right? That's, I, I don't really have anything to say. I'm just I'm just waiting to see how it plays out. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's kind of where we're all at. It's sort of going, okay, here's what's going to happen. How does it work yeah. in, in practice? We're going to find out. So, so moving on. Parody's now going to tell us all about the buffs. Buffs, yes. Shadowkeep Sandbach up. Sandbach, yes. The Shadowkeep Sandbach. Just one of them. Not sandbox. There's a single sandbox we're going to be in now. Kylie, you go on vacation for a week and you can't say words anymore. It's like I'm I'm night demon now. I can't read for anything. Words a week? You me. were gone for two, brah. Uh, no, he Sunday, was actually away for a week. Sunday to Sunday two. is one week there, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter because from our perspective, you were gone for two weeks. All right. Well, gone from the podcast for two weeks and I barely understand how anything works anymore. There you go. Now, on to the buffs. We're going to buff some things. So, as they sort of talked about last time, uh, the Shadow Shot Super, both your top and bottom trees are getting a damage increase from 150 to 250, which now makes it a one-shot kill in PvP. You're also going to have improved tether accuracy in your obstacles, and suppress on hit is more consistent. I will Please. still fire it into walls, because I am terrible <laughs> with it. Oh, I get so fed up with that, especially <laughs> even in Mayhem. You fire it, and you I fire it directly this, at the Guardian no. that's throwing hammers, and nothing happens. They're able to mm -hmm. throw at least two hammers before you can even you know, do anything. It's like mm -hmm. uh, frustrating. So hopefully the improved tether, again, because I'm sure we've spoken about this you know, on previous podcasts where they said, we're improving tether accuracy. 
And you're like, mm, yeah. Not, suppress- not really. It's we, not the accuracy we, we that needs improvement, time. though. Let's be honest. It's not the accuracy. It's it's the the spawn. Like, what's what's the, what I'm thinking? Of? The speed when it tentacles it out and, and actually attaches to something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. it's accurate. You hit what you're aiming at for the most part. But the problem is, is, yeah. you know, for it the hits, spider tendrils to come out, you're already dead. It's like, yeah, I've, I've tethered the guy that killed me, but I'm still dead. Yeah, yeah. someone someone goes, you know, yeah, exactly. you've tethered that Titan, but he's already thrown the two hammers. And so now that he's tethered and suppressed, you're still dead. So it doesn't help you at all. Right. Helps your team, maybe. So, yeah, hopefully, hopefully that'll help and that'll help improve that. Uh, and then, yeah, our Night Stalker, way, you know, way of the Pathfinder, the bottom tree, um, their goal was we, you know, we wanted to lean into the fantasy of the Speedy Disruptor. Pathfinders need more tools to scout the battlefield and a, and a skill-based way to engage with, the ga- with that gameplay more often. We should reward the scouting and battlefield control gameplay executed well with more opportun- opportunities to do the same. At the same time, the Shadow Shot needed some quality of life improvements for long-standing frustrations, which we've talked about. Uh, vanish your smoke bomb is going to grant invisibility to allies now give one stack of heart of the pack to all allies hit which is newly revamped we're going to grant plus 30 for your armor recovery and agility gives weapon reload speed and handling up to three stacks and your invisibility duration is increased by one second from seven seconds to eight seconds your provision uh, killing tethered enemies to create super orbs and increase agility armor and recovery for nearby allies is going to have a new perk, so the old perk benefits are moved to the Mobius Quiver. This is now going to give you the damaging enemies with your grenade reduces your cooldown to your smoke bomb of 6% per damage tick, and making allies invisible gives you grenade energy of 18% per ally, 70.5%, whatever. <clears throat> Mobius Quiver, fire multiple, you know, that's the one where you can fire multiple times, deal massive damage to tethered targets. They're adding the old provision perk to naturally be part of the Mobius Quiver for now, Killing tethered enemies creates super orbs and grass stacks of heart of the pack for allies and expanded the range of the heart of the pack from 20 to 30 meters. So again, you're going to sort of have that more battlefield control. I can't really talk to how this is going to help the hunters out at all, but seems like good things. Seems like, you know, again, it gives you that more battlefield control, buff your players, you know, buff your teammates, buff your allies, give them more power <laughs> and strength and reload. Well, what yeah. actually sounds quite good with this is Shadow Shot Super for top and bottom trees. It's going to be a one-shot kill in PvP. Yeah, so you can imagine that bottom tree. Yeah. and that you know. that's going to be great because again, we run into the same problem. Is you know, let's say Titan, let's say other hunter, let's say whatever. Even even another hunter is coming at you. You hit him directly with the tether. He doesn't die. But now we <laughs> so, will. Yeah. So I mean that 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 would be very nice to have. Granted, mm. um, I have to go look because I never use bottom tree. I don't think I've ever used bottom tree night stock or not bottom tree. Yeah, bottom tree. The one yeah. with the multiple shots. Yeah, I don't think yeah, I've ever multiple... used that. Yeah. So I don't even know if that suppresses. Yeah, n- it does no, suppress. No one else, but no one else has either, apparently. It, it's a very short time that it does suppress, so it will hit whatever you want it to hit. I don't care. As long as it ends a super, <laughs> I don't care how long they're suppressed. Yeah, but right? no, but it's very, yeah, it's very minimal. Yeah, yeah it, it, it's very quick. It reacts yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. I've run that a little bit in mayhem just to be to sort of spam those like trying to make like a line of a line of suppression that sort of works, sort of doesn't. Yeah, but it doesn't stick around very long at all. If the guy isn't like right there to get to get tethered, it's not going to last. Like if he's running around the corner to you, it may be gone before he gets there. It's real quick. As you're as, as you're a resident hunter, and I play a hunter once a year, I 
don't don't know what to say about these. I mean, they look like good changes, but I couldn't tell you what they were doing before. But well, it sounds you could like tell us about Sentinel Code of the Protector, couldn't you? Right. I sure could. Our our top three Code of the Protector. So again, their goal for this path is they want this path is the main support role for Titans, focusing heavily on melee kills. So you want to get your sniper rifle out. It's very important while staying near your allies. We want to focus more heavily on buffing allies, so the players care about the timing of their buff usage. With the loop, it allows players to get their melee energy back more quickly. This will be a more engaging path to play. Additionally, Ward of Dawn is currently not up to snuff, you think? And he's a buff <laughs> that ties into the fantasy of buffing allies. So we're giving it Defensive Strike, the melee that creates an overshield for nearby allies. All kills while the overshield is active grant melee energy for the player with the shield. Works for all allies you grant your shield to. It is also based upon the enemy threat level, so you get a 5% buff for minor adds, 25% buff for guardians and bosses. So PvP, you're going to get a big buff. So everyone come to the bubble, put your melee <laughs> things on, and punch everything to death. It's going to be amazing. Whoa, that escalated quickly. Uh, hunters, with your one-two punch, you don't even need the two, you just need the one punch, and it's dead. Everything's <laughs> gone now. Rallying force, melee kills, heal nearby allies. It doubles the shield increase, so the healing is buffed from a 10 shield and a 10 health to 10 health and 20 shield. So you're getting the same health buff, but you're going to get double the shield buff when things are punched nearby you. Nice. Your Ward of Dawn, your alternate super that creates a shield bubble. Now, kids, back in Destiny 1, there was this bubble you could run in and out of. It was good times. In Destiny 2, you might have only ever seen it once and been very confused by it, why the shield was a bubble now. It's going to be a bubble. It's going to be great fun. And it's a, it is a bubble. So if you put it up on top of something, it'll give you a full bubble. It's not just, you know, a half circle like it looks like on the ground. So <laughs> something to remember, you can put it on top of people and people below them also get affected by the buff or the, uh, the blinding. So again, our lovely Ward of Dawn is going to increase the health versus supers. Uh, more supers, I'm sorry, most supers will require the whole thing to be dumped into the ward to destroy it, but will usually not kill the players inside. Uh, the ward grants weapons of light buff when passing through it, which is a 35% weapon damage boost for 15 seconds. So in the bubble, step out of the bubble, boom, 35% weapon damage for the next 15 seconds. Dump, jump back in your bubble again, more weapon damage boost. Grant additional super warp for so now you get three every time you use it. And the auto-generated orbs now grant the same amount of super energy as a regular super orbs Previously, the orbs gave us super energy on par with the master worked orbs. So going back for, to our discussion of, hey, why do these orbs look different? Because they were, and they were giving you more or less super energy. Ah. So, so that's going to be a lot of fun. And as Knight even pointed out, the the Crest of Alpha Lupi giving you the additional additional orb. So you could have as many yeah. as four orbs drop every time you, you pop a bubble, which could just be filthy. Yeah, especially in PvP. I know we're going to talk about this later, but there's been there's been some changes to the well of radiance for the warlock, so that is going to be reduced to twenty five percent damage buff. But the bubble has the thirty five percent damage buff. So what I'm seeing as something that'd be quite good is if you place your bubble and then it's like half in it and half out of it. If you place the well next to it, you'll get the damage resistance from the well, but the thirty five percent damage buff from the uh, bubble because it will take the higher amount of damage in shadow keep when all these new changes come in so that's going to be quite good that you'll still get the damage resistance or even if you put a rift next to it you'll still get the healing from the rift and the damage buff from the 
bubble, which is going to be quite nice as a pairing. That will be nice. That's all I had to say. You know, Titans you and know, the Warlocks, best friends. Working together. So, quick question. Um, God intended. Yes. Somebody, I forgot where I read this or heard it or something, but somebody was saying something about uh, not the blessings itself is coming back, but something that behaves mm-hmm. like the, the, the blessings. Is, the is weapons of light. Weapons of light's no, coming back. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the one where when you shoot the bubble, you drop more orbs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They haven't said that's coming. I, yeah, I know what you mean. I don't remember what the perk was called in D1, but yeah, it's blessing I, something. No, no, no blessing yeah, of light is, just... when, is when you pass through it, you got a buff. Oh, it was maybe a selected maybe node maybe. that you had to pick on yeah. the different skill trees. Whereas these ones are kind of set skill trees now. Destiny one, you could pick various different variations to set up your bubble. If it got broken, you'd have more orbs. Or if you could, if you took damage, it would just constantly generate up to about eight orbs in the center, wouldn't it? Oh my god! Titan bubble train was amazing. Yeah, yeah. They haven't said they're bringing that back. Doesn't mean they aren't necessarily. Yeah. If we get more flexibility again, hopefully once we have the armor two O, we'll get a you know subclass two O and can actually build a subclass out like we could in D one with you know more options than just here's the four you get. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Doesn't mean it's not happening, but yeah, I haven't seen that it's coming back. I know what you mean. I can't remember what the that perk was called on the tree. But that would be nice. I'd be into that. So, uh-huh. Sentinel Code of the Aggressor, which is the bottom tree, Verity. Mm-hmm. So our Shield Bash is getting some love. It now suppresses the target hit and any enemy within two meters, which they basically have to be standing side by side and holding hands. So good if you're running into a control point or playing Gambit. Or on the bridge in the reckoning. That's about it. So nice little shield bash addition. Nothing crazy. And our warlock friends are getting a little bit of love. So the Voidwalker, uh, Tomb of Hunger, the bottom tree, your Nova lo- bomb leaving behind that damaging area of effect pool. The initial and explosion damage is going to increase fifteen percent, and the lingering damage is also going to increase fifteen percent. That's nice. Your, it is nice because no one uses that one either. Everyone uses the Slova bomb. So your Dawn, Dawnblade Attunement of Grace, the middle tree, uh, you know your alternate super that creates the healing buff for allies, it's going to grant an additional super orb, bringing it up to three as well, just like the bubble. And your auto-generator, basically, it, they're basically giving you the same same buffs that they're giving the bubble. It's going to give you three orbs, and those orbs are going to give you more super back. Yep. So Dawnblade, you know, your Well of Radiance and your bubble. So again, pop those side by side. That is six new additional orbs. Seven if you're running Crest of Alpha Lupi. And maybe there's something, something warlock that gives you an additional orb too. So that's a lot of orbs you can create all at once, or, or again, go back and forth and feed each other. Throw a tether in there, and you can just create orbs for days. And now this we're is getting where we add in the boo sounds and respawn. Come on, respawn. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean boo, dude? This is great. Shut up. All right, so Night Stalker, way of the trap, way of the trapper, blah, blah, which is our what top three. This is good. This is the nerfs. These are the nerfs. Wait, what? This is Respawn's favorite <laughs> oh point. God, this is where he has, he's missed what reading the top word is. I did, yeah. Because it's on I a stuck, different page. Well, see, we'll see, I'm already stu- on the next page, man. I stuck, I stuck nerfs in there as real small because I want to sort of hide it. But buffs yeah. in there real big because we're buffing things. Because I feel no, like we never like, buff Okay, things. so for those that are listening, right? On the previous page, he says nerfs in tiny letters. But... The description doesn't start until the next page, which is where I'm at, right? So it shows uh, Night Stalker, Way of the Trapper, Top Tree. 
But the nerf isn't on this page. The nerf is on oh. the previous page. See, I've so. got the nerf and the night stopper on the same page, and then the first so, thing. Oh, on the I next don't know page. what you've done to your page. Um. Yeah. It, okay. So what I've done to mine is I had to save it as a PDF because it wouldn't let me download it from your email. Like when I clicked the download button, nothing was happening. So I had to right click, save as PDF, and this is what oh. I got. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Good time. Well, all right. So now uh, we get to respawn's favorite section: the nerfs. <laughs> Okay, here we go. So, what's happening here? If oh, I lost, okay, here we go. All right, I'm good. I'm good. All right, Shadow Shot fires an arrow that damages enemies and debuffs enemies nearby. Damage sharing for the Night Stalker players specifically reduced from 100% to 50%. Now, all allied players have a 50% damage sharing on Tether. See, that's the way it used to be, though. So, I'm not too upset about that. Having 100% damage is nice. But it used to be... Um, was it 50% on everybody, including the Night Stalker themselves? Or was it less with the players, but 50% with the Night Stalker? Oh, actually, no, I'm thinking of something else. I'm thinking of when you hit like a monster, right? The monster that you're shooting takes 100% damage, but the shared damage is like 50% of that damage. So I'm thinking of something else. I, I think it. originally this was very similar to how it started out in right. Destiny 2. Right, and then they adjusted it to make the Night Stalker themselves do a hundred percent more damage, and then maybe buff the allies. But I can't a hundred percent remember what it was. But now it's fifty percent across the board for allies and the Night Stalker themselves. So is that fifty percent bonus damage? I'm thinking, oh, yeah. When you hit okay. the the enemy, you kind of get um, precision damage, don't you? Or you get the the yellow yeah, numbers. you get crit damage. Yeah, you get crit damage. <sighs> so rather than be a hundred percent damage, you'll get fifty percent more damage than. Okay, so than the you critical won't. damage instead of being double is 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 just fifty percent more. Okay, I got. It. So not great, not great. Once again, they're hitting us right right in the family jewels, or uh, yeah. you know, if you don't have family jewels, whatever. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that does kind of stink. Night Stalker, wave the wrath, the middle tree. Um, Flawless execution, headshot kills while crouched, grant invisibility and true sight. But now, true sight lasts six seconds less, three seconds down from nine. That is a heavy, yeah, heavy that, nerf. That's a wow. Big, that seems like a big yeah, hit. And, and, you and, and, think and, about that. And Ten even, seconds running around the map, but having true sight. Mm. Yeah, and, and and it's even worse. And I may have forgotten to include it. It's also um Oh, you mean like the, you mean like Titans with their freaking helmet? Right? Something like that? Yeah, but that was reduced. That was reduced quite a while back. Yeah, but is it and more that, than three seconds? That, that's an exhaustion. At, at least you have to wear the hat for it, not just all the time. And, 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 and honestly, this, this hits even worse because it also takes away your uh the 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 false execution perk because they were tied together. So when they when they nerfed the one from nine seconds to three to three seconds, it nerfed both of them. That's what I'm talking. That that was my main concern was the invisibility. The true side is right. nice. Don't get me wrong. Right. But the invisibility is, is yeah, yeah. Well, that that's good. That's going back. They're going to fix that because they nerfed both things and didn't mean to nerf both things because they were tied together. Okay. Yeah. It says you know you know it says advanced warning. We made the change to flawless execution. It has also unintentionally nerfed this ability to only last three seconds because it was directly tied to true sight. They have prepared a fix. 
for this patch, one shadow keep comes out that will give you the entire nine seconds, regardless of your true sight and invisibility status. So oh. your flawless execution will get rebuffed back to nine seconds. You're just losing the true sight from nine so, to three yeah, seconds. When, when shadow keep starts, everything will be three seconds. See, I would have that the patch. Parody oh, 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 I'm sorry. I did put it in. Sorry, I thought I maybe I missed that one. Sorry <laughs> no, about that. Put it in. Um, okay. Instant reloading. Uh, the goal in the beginning, Luna Factions and Rally Barricade did exist, but they were clunky to use. They still had a dramatic impact on gameplay, even in that state. But eventually, we decided to make their effects easier to handle. The problems they introduced always existed in the game, but over time, these have become magnified due to new abilities, perks, and weapons introduced into the Destiny 2 sandbox. This made the Hunter's Marksman dodge or the sealed Ahamkara's grasps fall by the wayside. Even swords took a hit. Naturally, not needing to reload because the reload mechanics, slower loading weapons like shotguns and rocket launchers see a huge boost compared to other weapons. This, along with access to damage, bonus effects like Wall of Radiance made the problems worse, so we are changing how they work. Titan Rally Barricade and Warlock Rift slash Wall of Radiance no longer automatically reload weapons from reserves. Instead, it provides a large increased reload speed. Has anybody got any thoughts on this? All negative from me. Okay, we're not <laughs> listening to you. I mean, I mean, honestly, I mean, it seems fine. You should have seen this coming. You know, you, you can no longer sit there with an with a sweet business and shoot nine hundred rounds without reloading. It's going to give you again. You know, they haven't said what the large increase is. So again, no. I'm, I, I, I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm fine with not being able to shoot again 900 rounds without reloading. That seems okay to me. I'm fine with that. You say you that know, it's it, it, but... it's it's taking away the ability to stand. You know, it's giving them the ability to design bosses that you can't just stand there and not move and pour damage into a boss. That, a that's what for I'm an getting at. They can design bosses where they don't have to be so tanky or whatever. But what about the bosses that already exist that were built with these mechanics in mind? They're not right. going to change those bosses. That's what that's what aggravates me. Right. That, yeah, and that's one thing I did think about it is is you've you've tweaked the world to be a world where you have to now play in the world where the world of radiance exists and these things exist. Are you going to are you going to see this now? Now, granted, yeah, I did see they have made changes to things like the reckoning. I ran a reckoning yeah. tier three successfully without a well of radiance warlock, and it was fine. We got nice. through it. We had a warlock, but he was running you know one of the dawnblade trees that isn't well of radiance. So, you know, they, they made the changes where, you know, again, you're a little stronger now, so so they can make those tweaks. Now, whether they'll do those tweaks for these raids and things before Shadowkey drops, I don't know. But yeah, that was my concern, is, is you've built everything around one super, now you've got to rethink that super. Now, granted, you are going to have, you're going to have more weapon damage with the bubble when Shadowkeep drops, even if you have to run around a little bit. So, it's not yeah. all bad. I think if you think about the raids respawn... The only raid that was kind of affected by the the Well of Radiance was the Last Wish because Destiny Year One, where we had the Leviathan and we had the Raid Layers, you didn't have that middle tree, did you? That only came in Forsaken. So those initial raids that we got was playable without the Wells. I mean, the Rally Barricade, yes, but you could only use it on certain parts and you had to kind of wait for it to regen. So there's that. Last Wish and Scourge of the Scourge Past, of the past. Yeah. yeah, ones that kind of benefited, and even like Crown of Sorrow. 
but as we get more and more powerful we'll be able to go back to those raids and work out the mechanics that we don't necessarily need those kind of perks as you much say, we don't crutch that, on them but but the whole light doesn't work that way right when you get more and more powerful enemies still do approximate damage to you you know so it doesn't matter if you go into the raid like at 900 or 750 the boss is still gonna hurt you really badly you know you're still gonna have instant white mechanics you're still gonna have all that nonsense you know oh yeah you will but we, yeah, we won't we won't have to crutch on those specific things that long yeah no anymore it would be nice to actually just be free to kind of develop these new mechanics the way that we work things out and going forward it's a good change i think i mean you only have to look back at destiny one to see that we didn't have things that negated reloading or you know generating generating you know stupid amount of orbs it was you do this you do that you know you work out the mechanics you can't bypass a lot of these things you know even with the final raid the um wrath of the machine you had to pop your bubble you use your sword to damage the legs but you can't you couldn't necessarily do a one phase on that boss you kind of had to do it in about two or three phases it, and it was quite hard to work out mechanics and things and it was enjoyable and i think that's where destiny 2 was missing the fun and enjoyment about doing these raids and kind of having to work as, together as a team um because we had all these super things that just gave us more orbs gave us you know negated the reload and you could just fire your mountaintops your swarm of the ravens just into these bosses face and they'd be over and done with you know and it's going to bring back things like auto loading holster it's going to be more viable for things like that because you, you think about it if you get a swarm of the raven and you fire off you know six shots put it away pull out your mountaintop fire what you can with that pull out your swarm again and it's already reloaded with six there are things that are kind of going to still work but perks like auto loading holster um the action so, war rig will be a thing again the action war ring rig and guess what whisper of the worm will be a thing again because that reloads automatic precision shots so you're going to have 18 shots with whisper of the worm and it's going to become meta again like i think we mentioned that in the chat didn't we together um, things like that they're going to come you could now see like we said a couple of months back why have they done this why have they done that you can now see their their thinking that whisper would now come back to the top of the meta with this kind of an yeah it is the nerf but with this kind of change to the game so weapons and perks that we've kind of just thrown away or kind of disregarded will now come back into the meta or actually be more viable so auto loading holster with the next Iron Banner coming up in a couple of weeks, look for your Swarm of the Raven with your spike grenades and auto-loading holster. Um, yeah, we're now looking for things to reload quicker. You know, yes. grab, you know, grab that Merciless out because as you as you miss that shot and you get that super quick fire, you can you know empty that clip, get a super quick reload on it, fire that clip again. You know, it's going to change. We're going to be able to do just as much, if not more, DPS because we're going to have things like the bubble giving you that thirty-five percent increase. It's just, gonna, it's just it may be different weapons you use to get the same thing done. And again, you actually have to think about the mechanics of it other than go here, stand here, empty every bit of ammo you have, repeat. Which, again, I look forward to. Uh, I, I want to actually raid more in Shadowkeep. I've really fallen down on raiding yeah. the last couple That's of years. I was thinking it's going to be more so enjoyable I'm, to do a raid now. Yeah. And so, I mean, I feel like 
I hear me listen to me talking about raids. I'm like, I can't say from experience a whole lot, but I can, you know, I did a ton of raiding in D1 and cherish those memories because we had a lot of fun with that, figuring things out. And, you know, and I mean, I know we're still going to have the same. There's still going to always be a meta. There's always going to be the one true weapon that this is the absolute best thing for what we need. I just hope, you know, as the world changes more, you know, again, as the PvP world changes more and the PvE world changes more, it's going to be different things. Even with the activities coming and going from the game, it's going to be a different, you know, it's going to be a different gun you're going to need. It's going to be that different one true weapon that we're all going to be farming for. You, you said you're looking forward to it because now you got to rework mechanics and this and that and the other, right? Yeah. I know I'm salty about it, and I, I, I acknowledge I'm salty about it, so don't hit me up with a bunch of this nonsense. But I'm still very upset at the whole, when Destiny came out, they said we're not going to be nerfing anything in this game. We're just going to be buffing other things to that level, right? Can I stop you there, though? I know I you, you can't I, have can infinite I, buffs. I, I I understand that. You don't know a hundred percent with all these changes that are coming. They're making so many changes each week. We're getting a little bit of information here, a little bit of information there, and yes, you know, they're saying nerf this and change this, do this and do that. But I think once you've got the whole game in front of you and you've played it and you've then compared it to how we are or how we were when they were at that point of saying we're not going to nerf things, then come back and say, okay, this is my view on it. Because I think at this point in time, it's not a fair, you know, um, fair perspective. How the end game is, a nerf is still a nerf. I understand what you're saying. We don't know what the end game is like, but they're not telling us what the end game is like either, right? No, but we're so not from at, my point of view. No, this is still a nerf. This of is October. something that they said they wouldn't do. Let me let me bring you to the end game. The end game will be your glorious Titan bubble with your 35% damage increase as you rain <laughs> death down upon all that stand among you. That will be the end game. Have you played Destiny One? Destiny One is your new end game. I hope Titan, it is. Titan I bubble trains. Really enjoy Titan Wells of Radiance. Well, they're coming really back, my friend. Whether Well of Radiance, their Helm of State 14, or their uh, Crest of Alpha Lupis, they'll be back. Oh, dude, Helm of State 14 the orbs with that bubble that generated orbs was bonkers, man. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, you had the Tychonaut with the rocket launchers. Dude. Yep. Yep. Dude. Yeah. I, I'm my, my biggest decision going forward is going to be Helm of State 14 or Crest of Alpha Lupi. Do I want to drop four <laughs> orbs every time I pop a bubble, or do I want to blind everything that steps into my world? Blind. Definitely blind. <laughs> yeah. It's way more fun. There's nothing um, better than just punching people to death in crucible that are blind. It's it's there's no greater feeling. Yeah. So um should we anyway. move on to super energy regeneration? Basically, I'll I'll go ahead and field this one. Okay. All of the super energy regeneration from all the orb sources are getting reduced by 50%, with the exception of the ones that you generate with your weapon. Those are being reduced to 25% of what you used to get. Moving on. Uh, yeah. It's all being halved. It's all halved. Moving on. We're, but we're multiplying our damage. No, but I'd like to talk about the ore reduction. Just for, just for a moment. Okay. Uh, only if you don't read all the numbers. because the numbers. I'm not going to read the numbers. I promise I won't read, read the numbers. numbers. All right. No, I'm just going to... Then discuss away, my friend. Discuss okay. away your, your deep thoughts on the, uh, the energy orb reduction from super orbs. So like Respawn was saying, you know, he's a bit upset with all these nerfs and all these changes. But the problem is, like I was saying to Respawn to start off with, we are being drip fed this information. So basically, you know, it doesn't blow our minds, you know, and 
and it keeps us all on the edge of our seats of what's coming next, what's going to be in next week's TWAB, what's going to you know be the update, what's going to be the change, you know. But we're only seeing one part of all of these changes each week, and until we kind of put it all together, we won't actually see it until the first of October. But when you do start putting the pieces that we've been given over the last couple of weeks, it sounds much like that it's going back to the original Destiny One version, but with what they were saying with the RPG MMO element of it. So I think that the builds that we're going to be getting with the intellect, discipline and strength and the masterwork weapons and the exotics, etc., we're going to feel more like a Destiny 1 Year 3 kind of game where a lot of people were saying that they wanted it to be when we came into Destiny 2. But it, it was kind of changed tack at that point. And I think Bungie have realized that with you know the community and everything that's gone on, that we want to kind of get back to that Destiny 1 Year 3 version of the game but in destiny 2 and i think with all these changes that's the way it's going to go because like i said before we didn't have things that negated reloading we didn't have the amount of orbs that you could generate with supers like ridiculous amounts apart from like bubble training and things like that but that was only kind of very few and far between that you'd find like six titans in crucible doing that kind of thing it would be fun you know but you, you wouldn't have that amount of orbs and the amount of super regen and it's going to be a big shift when it gets here, you know, in the direction most of us wanted it to go in. But it's not going to be perfect straight away. So we've kind of got to give them a chance to kind of iron out all the kinks. And, you know, before we come out with all the pitchforks, like I was trying to explain to Respawn, I think it needs to kind of just wait until it gets here. This is all the information they're kind of willing to give us each week. And you're just going to have to sit back and wait. And then once you've got into the game, I mean, if you don't want to buy, shadow key or the season pass you don't have to and that's what bungie are kind of saying if you don't want to do it straight away you can jump in with new light and try these changes if you don't like it you can move on you don't have to come back to destiny but with shadow keep if you want to purchase it and go forward then you know use your money and vote with that and say yes we like the way that you're taking the game this is feeling much like you know we had with Destiny 1. And I was talking to um, Celestial Talons again, and he was saying to me, I just want it to be Destiny 1 again. You know, that feel of Destiny 1 was so good. And I think this is the way we're moving now. It's going to be a Destiny 2, but Destiny 1 feel kind of game with the more MMORPG elements of kind of rebuilding your Guardian and, and working out all those kind of intellect, discipline, strengths with all these extra bits built in and i think it's going to be a really good change yeah but then we run into the whole the grass is always greener because destiny one had a ton of problems and it wasn't until the end of d1 where it was finally in a good place that everybody enjoyed but that's what i'm saying i think that's what they're kind of trying to get back to that point that jumping off point from destiny two from destiny one year three that's where we're, they're trying to get to in the next couple of seasons. And then it's going to get even better. I think that's what they're trying to get back to. I get that. But a lot of the things that made Destiny 1 so enjoyable was the exotics and, and how the classes worked to begin with, right? You had a lot more options with your classes. That's not coming back to D2. Not yeah. yet. Not yet. But that's, of... that's, where, that's where Armor 2.0, I, I have to believe that's where Armor 2.0 is going. Armor 2.0 giving you that extra choices, starting with the armor, Moving that into subclasses, moving that into weapons. They have to, you know, if, the, if you build a system in the game, they've got to expand that system. There's no reason to build it if you're just going to use it for one thing. Right, or Bungie? they are, right. you know. <laughs> right. Please, Bungie. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they keep seeing, saying RPG, RPG, RPG. 
And when I think RPG, I think here's a tree. Here's something I can, you know, build a class around. Here's options, not just here's the four perks you have locked in these three separate choices. So I have to believe we're going to have, you know, we're not going to have Final Fantasy level giant 15 screens filled with options, but we're going to have to have, we're going to have more choices in how we build our But garden. we didn't have, that wasn't even in D1. Basically. A little bit. In I mean, D1, no, basically we had one bunch of a set of options, right? All Destiny 2 did was break it apart into three subclasses. I don't want them to do that. Put all the options back there, right? So, hey, do you want to do a double? You want to do multi shot tether? You want to do single shot tether? Or do you want to do knives? Boop, boop, boop. Pick one of those. Now, right. I'm going to point you back to what Luke Smith said that they need to rebuild the foundations before they get to that point. So, and I think that's, that's what, what I'm you're saying. Gonna they can't you really can't do have, that anytime soon. You that's going to have be like all the treasure box all at once. You can't you have know? it all at once. You're going to have to go with them on this journey. And you're going to have to go with trusting them that Shadowkeep is going to be the way forward. And then we can go and say, right, this is what the community want. They want the broken down subtrees, subclasses so that we can get the, you know, different trees going again. And, you know, it's going to be a complete rework of the whole game for that to happen. But if a lot of the community want that, I think that's where they go. They will change the game. Yeah. To, to, uh, to, to quote this Reddit thread, I'll, <laughs> I'll link link in the show notes for D one. You had eight columns with three options in each column. So that's 6,561 choices of how you wanted to play your guardian in D two. You have two choices for class ability, three choices for blah, blah, blah. So you have 36 options. So yeah, you have a lot. There's a lot less custom custom. You can't customize as good in destiny two than you could in destiny one. <laughs> I can't good today. And now we're just going to slip into. Oh, yeah, there's less customization. Since a I can't say the other word I was trying to say. Yeah. You know, we have cookie we have cookie cutter templates. Probably didn't help that they scrapped all of Destiny 2 before they released like they did with Destiny 1, but now we're mm-hmm. getting back up there again. Like history repeats itself. But yeah, I mean, there's no customization. They're saying we're gonna give this to you. We're starting with armor. Yeah. Armor 2.0 is the first part of this. We're gonna see more of it back. It's just it can't all come at once. Keep yeah, buying but- keep buying the content and you can have it quicker. Give the money. Send money to Bungie. Even then, back in in D1, I think the exotic combos were better. Not just like an exotic helmet pairs well with this weapon or whatever, right? But I'm talking about like um, in D1 as a hunter, right? I like to be invisible a lot. So I had uh, my subclass, which let me dodge and be invisible, right? I had the... Uh, is it Kepri? No, the don't touch me's, right? So if something hit me, I'd go invisible automatically again, mm-hmm. right? So I was just invisible all the time because how well they pa- paired together, right? You know, or the Tychonaut and any rock build a class and specifically the Dragon's Breath, right? I mean, right, they you could build the a class and build something to that class so much better in D1 than they do in D2, in my opinion. You know, if somebody's yeah, gonna come you're out, you're going with- off of what D2 is now, you haven't <sighs> tried D2 year three. You can't comment on that until we New actually get to that point. I'm not commenting on, on, on D. I'm not commenting on what's coming unless you unless you take it that I hope that we're going to get things like that in year three that we had back in the glory days of D1. Right. We're moving in that direction. We're definitely moving in that direction. It's not here yet, but we're moving in that direction. So I'll should we what. briefly go over damage multipliers? Uh, hold on. Let's check to see if there's any numbers. Hold on. No, I, I've I, 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 can read it. I have There's removed, numbers at I, the I, end. I have removed I think... all the I have removed all excess numbers. 
<laughs> All excess numbers have been have been sacked. Those responsible for the numbers have also been sacked. Okay, so damage multipliers. At Destiny 2 launch, damage buffs were fairly sparse. There was empowering rift. Okay. There was empowering that is what it says. Okay, I'm not just misreading it. There was, there was empowering, empowering rift for a small increase, and you could combine it with a weakening effect such as hammer strike, but very little else. As time has gone on, we have introduced Wall of Radiance, Weapons of Light, Guiding Flame, Frontal Assault, etc. And combining these effects has resulted in player damage output far beyond what was previously available. Oh, this is... Okay, I see what we're doing. This is what we were talking about with the, you know, the gradual steps in... Yeah, but I thought we've already discussed this like in a past podcast. Whatever. Okay, so by preventing the larger effects from stacking, we are able to keep each of them around without having to do something in response like raise boss health to compensate for these tactics as well as create more of them. As an example, Lumina would not have been created in world... In a world where Lumina so, never been created. You, you, yeah, there should be an A right there, right? Okay, so yeah. <laughs> as an example, Lumina would not have been created in world where the damage bonus effect of Noble Rounds stacked with other damage effects. And these changes are simply an extension along the same lines. Uh, while the weakening effects never stacked, we also took a look at them and adjusted their values as many of our more powerful units would simply evaporate when touched by one of them. We are compensated for that in other, sorry, but we compensated for that in other ways, such as either extending the duration of the effect or in the case of shadow shot, making it affect power weapons. So let's review that for a second. Um, we compensated. That's, yeah, that's straight ways. from Bungie. I kind of tripped over that too. That's what they wrote down. I don't quite understood what that means, but yeah, I don't, so also don't use shower that, shot. So oh. are they saying that shadow shot doesn't give a damage buff to power weapons? Is that what they're saying? I don't know. I don't know either. That's, uh, that's I, I, strangely. Yeah. I, I read that like three times. I'm like, I still know what you're trying to tell me here. <laughs> right. But anyway, moving on, we're, we're damn, we're, we're making changes to things. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Player damage. Buffs. Woo! I get to do a buff. I'm going to do a buff. Here we go. Buffs. Right. Response buffs. Response buffs. Oh, yeah. Player bonuses. Bonus damage effects no longer stack. The highest bonus will be used instead. This does not affect single weapon buffs such as Rampage, Kill Clip, or exotic weapons that increase their own damage. These will still stack. I'm stopping it right here because... You know, before, you know, you would tether somebody, you could you boop somebody, you could do this and that and the other, and that'd be fine and dandy or whatever. What's going to bug me is if I tether a boss and then some Titan comes up and uh, melting points the boss, canceling my tether. Now, after melting point wears off and my tether is still active, do we get the tether bonus back or is the tether yes. bonus just gone now? If you had kept reading, it would go over all of this. Okay, fair enough. The buffs <laughs> that provide bonus damage will still exist simultaneously on the player. So in the event that one with the highest multiplier wears off, the next highest will be used instead. Oh, my God. There you go, the buddy. There okay. you <laughs> go. Next bullet this, point down. This change affects the following one. Look, you wrote this. I didn't. Okay? I, I have to say things as I think about them because I will forget. All right? So you yeah. know what? Sue no, that's me. fair enough. 
this change affects the following weapons abilities. Empowering Rift, Frontal Assault, Guiding Flame, Sun Warrior, Inertia Override, Well of Radiance, Luminous Noble Rounds, blah, 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 blah. There's a list of things there. Weapons okay. and of Weapons of Light. All of those things. Was the last one he couldn't quite get to. It was just too much. Because it was a Titan thing. That's why. Yeah. I can't. I physically can't see yeah. Titan things. It, it makes me ill. I don't know. Why now, can you? Yeah. Could you explain what the notable exception is to this one? Recently? Yeah. Yes, no, I was getting to that, but people kept freaking interrupting me. <laughs> I was like, I can't say things like that. Uh, the notable exceptions are Vengeance, the One-Eyed Mask, Frontal Assault, and Sun Warrior. Bonus damage is down to five percent, twenty-five to twenty. Oh, okay. It's down 5% from 25% to 20%. So that's kind of nice. And that's the other thing I tripped over because they say notable exceptions, vengeance, what I mask, and then go on to give you the others with numbers. So does that mean we're not counting vengeance, you know, vengeance on the one I mask because it's an exotic perk? We're just, you know, this is. Yeah, because it's all, I would all think so. That's would, okay. That's that how I read acts, it too. Right. Because they were like, frontal well, the radiance and weapons of light. Right. And these were changing. Yeah, that's what I thought too. But I was like, okay, this is this is worded weirdly. Or, yeah. So, let, let me ask you a question: as a Titan player, right? What mm -hmm. uh, I mask perks when you get killed by something? That's the only time it procs, right? Damaged. Damaged. Okay. Yeah, because because so if first you get killed, it, it doesn't do you any good, like a shadow shot. So if yeah. you're fighting a boss, for example, and that boss hits you, do you get permanent damage buff on that boss? No, it's timed. Uh, okay. Me, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Pull, okay. Let me pull up the. Yeah, I don't remember the the wording. Me. You know, like, there is a time to it. Okay. You, you get like the shield and the damage buff for a certain amount of time. I want to say it's like three or four seconds, but I could be wrong. But if you get a kill, if you kill the thing that that hurt you, that gets refreshed, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. Vengeance here marks your enemy that dares to damage you. Track down and destroy your enemy for increased damage and an overshield. So if you're fighting a boss and he damages you, you know you're, you're not getting the increased damage and overshield for the kill, but you get the mark. So yeah, I don't I don't know what the timeout is off the top of my head, but yeah, I know it's it's it is it is refresh. Like if you go and if you're running around gamut, and you get a kill, get a, or crucible, get a kill, get a kill, get a kill. It does refresh it, but for a bot, you know, if you're killing ads, it'll give you refresh on the ad kill. But if you're just fighting a boss, now, it's gonna killing not gonna any give you enemy the full will thing. refresh it, or another enemy that has damaged you will refresh it. Uh, getting the kill gives you the refresh of the the extra damage and whatnot. Okay, killing something. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, let's say you go and one thing hits you, right? You get hit by like a thrall, and then you kill the thrall, and you kill all of the rest of the thralls, but none of them have touched you. Do you keep getting a refresh for everything that you've killed, even though none of the other ones have touched you? That's what I'm asking. That's a great question. I honestly don't. I don't use the one I mass that much anyway, and usually when I do, it's in PvP. I'm honestly not sure. Because if you're fighting like a boss, right? Like in a raid or something, the boss hurts you and you kill all of the little thralls while damaging the boss. So do some damage to the boss. When the buff's about to run out, you kill uh, an ad, you get the buff back, you continue to shoot the boss. No, you have to kill the ad that actually damaged you to get the buff and the overshield. Well, what you if can't... they're all shooting you? How does it prioritize? Because it puts a cross on the one that actually damaged you first. You have okay. to kill that one. So if the boss damages, then you have to basically kill the boss to get the, the damage buff and the, the overshield. Okay, I But see. everything else will kind of still be doing damage to you. I, that answers one of my questions. Now, the only thing I need to look up is if killing anything refreshes it or if you have to kill another thing. That can, I, can I just give you a word of advice? What? 
just go and play as a Titan and um, experiment with the mask. Can't do it. Um, enemy debuffs weaken. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I, whenever the new expansion comes out, I am going to be playing a Titan more because from what I've seen, the I'm Titan is also going to well, be... looks sexy in that new armor. Right? The Titan's going to be <laughs> a, a support role now too, which I think is kind of cool. You know? Yeah, so, yeah, it's going back to its old Destiny 1... It's right. now the support role for things as, as opposed to the well radiance. It's and that's now what I enjoyed because I could tank a lot of damage and then I could put up shields for my comrades or heal them mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. So that I enjoyed. I enjoyed playing a Titan like that, not just running around headbutting, you know, planets. Right. Uh, the planet <laughs> had it coming. Okay. It's irrelevant. So enemy <laughs> debuffs, um, they're weakened. Apparently, you had to put in parentheses there. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know a debuff could be a strength, but whatever. So Shadow Shot, incoming PVE damage is down 5% from 35 to 30%. Incoming PVP damage is down 5% from 50 to 55%. Uh, wait, that's that an increase. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Strike that, reverse it. It's going from 55 to 50. 55 to 50. Okay. Now, when you say incoming damage, does that mean when they're hitting me, they're doing yes. less damage when, to me? When you're okay. when you're taking damage in your, you know, when you activate the shadow shot and you're taking damage. Oh, I see. When I'm actually firing the weapon. Okay, I got right. You. Not when they're yeah. tethered. When I'm actually right. Yeah, yeah. When, when when I'm trying to shoot you from before you kill me, before your shadow shot tentacles grab me, and I'm trying to shoot you, you're you're gonna, you know, we did. We initially did more damage to you, so basically, yes. you're gonna take less damage. This effect no longer excludes power weapons. See, that explains a lot. I didn't know power uh, weapons we were excluded, right? So whenever I was jumping up in the air no. to fire a shadow shot and I got popped by a freaking uh, uh, truth, yeah. I was like, what the hell? Right? I thought yeah, I had um, extra damage. It's, it's the truth. There's no way you're going to get away from that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> but if you I, have damage I, resistances, you might be able to survive with like mm, one health or something. No, no If no. you were saying it was a machine gun, I can understand yeah, you going. Yeah, it was a ham- by truth, you mean hammerhead? You know? Yeah. No, no, I mean the, the rocket. <laughs> no, rockets are going to kill you anyway. I can't take rocket. this rocket as a hunter. I don't understand what's going on. Bungie, please fix. You say that, but my hunter has nine nine uh resilience and like seven or eight recovery i have a very ro- tanky hunter and that rocket has 400 damage and you have 200 yeah. health or whatever <laughs> shut up man it's not this it's not missile like killed that. me i don't understand bungee back to cannon advance right uh incoming pve damage is now 30 percent for all elements Previously, 33% to 50% for non-void slash void damage, respectively. So you don't get an extra damage buff for void. That kind of sucks. Oh, that's because it's a debuff. Never mind. Yeah, no, uh, it's gone back to how it originally was when we initially thought, had it, wasn't it? It was, it, was, it was 50% for void. It was across the board. You could do damage with anything. Because you remember when we had the Ikelos shotgun, people yeah. were using the tractor cannon to damage the boss, and then the Ikelos yeah, shotgun. Yeah, back then we had void then... shotguns. Right. No, you had... It was mainly for the solar, wasn't it? That's why they changed it to solar and restricted it to solar. Do you remember? I remember them changing it to solar, but what I'm saying yeah. is back then, whenever the boot cannon first came out, we had access to... Uh, escalation shotguns of all three element types, including Void. Yeah. So yeah, that was another reason why that was a thing because you could boop somebody with the Void cannon and then light them up with the Void shotgun. 
yeah, but I think initially they it was damage across the board, and then they touched the tractor cannon to say, oh, void does more damage, and then people realised they could get the void shotgun and do more damage. So then they were like, uh, we're going to change that shotgun to solar, um, but still let you have that void damage over there. But now it's gone back to how it originally was. Where you do damage respectively across all elements. Because I don't remember, I'm not going to argue, so you might be right. Um, Incoming PvP damage is now plus 50% for all elements. Previously, 33, whatever, same thing. So PvE, 30% across the board. PvP, 50% across the board. That seems a little backwards to me, doesn't it? Bungie says so. Okay. Hammer Strike. Incoming PvE damage is now 30% when it was previously 50%. Uh, duration increased from 6 to 10 seconds in PvE. So yes. Hammer Strike, Hammer Strike. Is that is that the giant maul? That's but, when you hit somebody and they it's it's um, the burning. Yeah, yeah, the the, 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 the yeah that's the that's the run up to the raid boss, hit him, set him on fire, and you can do more damage as a team. Yeah, that's, that's the run up and debuff thing. Oh, that, that's not the super. That was something else because yeah. everybody else calls it like the the burning. Right. You know the because yeah. nobody knows the name for it. Was crap. <laughs> when, when, when you I read tractor cannon, was... your brain goes boop cannon. That's just what it's called. You go boop, and then things die. That's that's the weapon. Melting point. Everybody calls it melting point, don't they? Because that's I think what it we is. had that in Destiny yes. One, where it was yeah. melting yeah. point. They changed the name to Hammer Strike in Destiny Two. That's why everybody calls it melting point. Uh, gotcha. So Shatter that's your melting point. Right. Uh, incoming PVE damage is now thirty percent when it was fifty, and the duration has increased from six to ten seconds. Well, then what the hell is Shattering Strike? Is that when you chuck the shield? What is that? I need to... I'm going to look it up because, again, I don't know the names of these at all either. So <laughs> We don't Says know the, the official names. names. <laughs> no, no, but we don't know the official names. We, we don't the... know the names of things. Come on now. I understand the hunter not knowing what a hammer strike or a shattering strike is, but the titan, both of the titans, I understand we even told one you. of you. Melting point. It's not called melting point. <laughs> Um, besides, who plays classes besides the one true class, the bubble? So who cares what <laughs> they're I wish I saw more bubble titans. I really do, but most of the titans I see are punching me in the face from across the map. So. Yeah. Well, well, now you will because there's no reason to be a bubble titan up till now. Oh, you could pop your bubble just to, to be sad inside of it. You know, sit there and hang your head <laughs> and be like, "Well, this is a really stupid idea." Yeah. Uh, sad face of doom. Anyway, um, um, hang on, wait. we're waiting for shattering strike. Oh, that's right. We were doing something. We're playing the music. Two hours later. Seriously, where the hell is he? <laughs> just type just, into just Google. Google what is Shattering Strike, dude. What are you, what are you doing right now? I'm looking at my subclasses going, where even is this in the thing? I think they just made up something. This isn't a real thing at all. Well, let's find out. Okay. Good. Description. After performing a flawless execution, your melee attacks weaken enemies. Shattering Strike is a Night Stalker passive ability. Oops. There we, there we go. That's all, that's all. That's I'm I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm so confused. I'm going, okay, I'm like, I'm like, we've got hammer strike. I've got shield strike. Yeah, we've got hammer strike, defensive strike, and seismic strike. I'm going, okay, none of those are it. I'm, I'm going shattering. I go, we don't shatter anything except the will of hunters to play oh, PvP. Dude. 
So after you get a flawless execution, <laughs> aka a headshot, uh, the next thing that you melee damage takes fifty percent extra damage. Now thirty percent extra damage. Obviously, I knew what it was. I was just seeing yeah. if you guys did. Welcome back to Two Titans and a Hunter, where none of them know how any of their characters work. So we're all going to be playing Warlocks for all of Shadow Keep. Apparently. Hey, I all knew right. I knew what it was all along. I was testing you guys. I was trying to expand mm -hmm. your Hunter knowledge. Okay, obviously by, by asking me which which Titan thing that was. Got it. Yeah. Good talk. See, you should have said that's team. not a Titan thing, that's a Hunter thing. And then I'd have been like, Congratulations, you passed. But you failed. Hey, so I, I just copy the notes. I don't I don't actually read them <laughs> or pay attention to them. Come on now. Hey, I, I read them, but I don't actually pay attention to them. So yeah. <laughs> Okay. So uh And the, they're doing the same thing with, with super super damage resistances. Yeah, they are. Um, so uh can you read that? Because I don't want you know who to go into all the specific numbers. Oh, there's yeah. numbers. Like yeah. Or, 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 or there's or here. There's there's very few. I numbers. could go into my monotone voice and just read you all the numbers. Welcome welcome back to Demon's Dreamy Time, where Demon will will read you things to put you to sleep. One hundred percent. He needs to put lullaby music in the background as he's talking right now. Since the launch of Destiny 2, we have slowly introduced buffs to supers, especially roaming supers. While we believe supers should be powerful as they should not be mindless, we wanted supers to be more risky in both PvE and PvP. We want players to think about positioning and timing more. Not low long ago, we experimented. Or somebody snoring, crickets in the background, something. <laughs> no, come on, somebody else take them. The <laughs> <laughs> okay guys so what happened is wake up. um wake up right now respawn's talking everybody wake the hell up uh <laughs> yeah, problem so, is what am i talking about hold on so they're doing the same thing with super basically the the super damage resistances so your super damage resistance first off they've removed it from master worked armor entirely so any super resistance you were getting from your master worked armor is going to be gone now. Gone. Poof. Goodbye. And now while you're in your super, they're lowering your damage resistance. So basically when you're in your Nova Warp, Thunder Crash, Blade Barrage, Nova Bomb, or Well of Radiance, you're going to receive 6% more damage. Basically your resistance was 54%. Now it's 49%. So you're going to get a little more hurt. How that affects Blade Barrage, I don't know because you're in there for such a short time. Anyway. Hammer of Soul and Daybreak, you're getting a 5% decrease. So you were, you were basically getting a 56% damage. No, 51. You were getting 56, but now you're going to get 51. Mm -hmm. So again, you're going to take, again, none of these are huge numbers. So 6% from the low, these two are 5%. Now the high one, ooh, the big one, your, your damage resistance is going from 60 to 53%. In Fists of Havoc, Burning Maul, Sentinel Shield, Arc Staff, Arc Lightning, and Shadow Shot. So again, we're we're receiving, you know, you're going to take a little more damage while you're in your supers. For the most part, I don't see this being a big thing. The big thing is all of your super damage resistance from your masterwork armor is gone. So there's no point doing that anymore. So why are we masterworking armor? What's the point of masterworking armor? Is there we're one? Not we're not at the moment, I mean, though. I mean, I mean, granted, this takes effect in Shadowkeep. So until then, but until then, Why? There's no reason to we masterwork to master anymore. Work our affinity armor, aren't we, in Shadowkeep? Yeah. yeah, this is true. And then, uh, and we forgot about these these spectral blades, the golden gun, and chaos reach remain unchanged. But the and reason they have changed all of these is because of you can now 
kill people in the supers a little bit easier. So mm. that's the reason for them being brought down. So in PvP, when you're you know running away from your Sentinel Shield, your Arc Staff, your Arc Lightning, um, you can now have more of a chance to take them on, especially with all the buffs that you're now getting from the weapons. Yeah. That they're going to talk about in a couple of weeks, of course. Yeah, it's interesting that Golden Gun, you get 0% damage resistance, which I guess sort of makes sense. You have a giant gun of death. But the fact that that's zero is sort of interesting. Chaos reaches 40% and Spectral Blades, it had 52 slash 54.4%. So I guess that's maybe in different parts of Spectral Blades. I don't know. But again, small decreases. It's not going to change the world. It's because you have different resistances when you're invisible versus when you're not invisible. Ah, okay. That would do it. So yeah, I think... The invisibility gives you 2.4% more damage res resistance. Probably. But I think the reason those three aren't being touched is because at least Chaos Reach and Spectral Blade have been touched in the last couple of months, haven't they, with the um, perks being changed on those supers. So they're going to leave them as they are because you're quite squishy in the Chaos Reach they were and already Spectral nerfed. Blade at the moment. Is that what you're trying to say? They no, were already nerfed? Yeah. They've already been adjusted. Attuned no, no, no. to what was coming nerfed. in Shadowkeep. No, and, and, golden, say nerf. and golden gun nobody cares nerf. anymore because it's just, it's just there and you said no 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 listen let me stop you there golden i'm kidding gun, i've seen loads of golden gun yeah golden gun is now one of my mains since everything on the night stalker has been nerfed into into oblivion now the golden gun with um with your zero damage resistance is still viable yeah because again really you have a golden is. gun so you if know, you see especially a guy, with the dead. six shots turning into 13 or your one shot you know, definitely killing who you shoot and then blowing up anyone who's near him. Yeah, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. no, they're they're really viable now. I I I use uh, solar as my main class now when it used to be void. Good deal. And next week we're going to talk about all the love your arsenal of weaponry will be getting. And they have two little sneak peeks. Your sunshot's going to get your magazine increase from eight to twelve shots, and your graviton lance will get a thirty percent PVE increase. So those will be fun. So we'll see what else they have for us next week in the land of weaponry. And we'll let Respawn talk you through that next week. And now, Yay. answering the question that we've, I know we all want to know, what armor can you get as 2.0 flavor when Shadowkeep launches? So all everything of them. that's available. <laughs> everything available in the game. Crucible Year 1, plus Year 1 ornaments. Vanguard Year 1, plus Year 1 ornaments. Black Armory Forges armors. Gambit, Forsaken, and Season of the Drifter armor. All the Menagerie armor. Things from the Raids, Leviathan, Eater World, Spire of Star, Last Wish, Scourge of the Past, and Crown of Sorrow. All destinations including EDZ, Titan, Nessus, IO, Mercury, Mars, both the Vendor and Escalation Protocol, Tangled Shore, and Dreaming City. And obviously the moon because the moon will be there, but they don't list the moon because the moon's not here yet and still haunted. The, the moon isn't actually in the sky yet. They're still building it, so... Hey, the Thrall are working as hard as they can. And there will, it says there will also be additional world drops that can be found in Legendary Engrams, which have been updated to your 2.0 armor. So, hey, a little nice. bit of private talk between us three. I know it's going to be edited out. But I know everyone jokes about the moon being haunted and this and that and the other. And it's it being, haunted. But listen. And now we get to everyone's favorite part that's slightly changed. Parody's patch note review. So... Destiny Update 2.5.2.2 is live, and players have flooded reckoning for increased chances of their desired weaponry. Destiny Player Sport has kept a finger on the pulse for this update. Looking for any missing pieces that may have fallen off the ship during its journey, this is their report. 
it dropped on Tuesday, September 3rd. And here's what it did. It gave you fat stacks of things. They've updated the stack size limit from 999 to 9,999 for planetary materials, gunsmith materials, fan card tokens, credible tokens, and iron banner tokens. So, Night Demon, they gave you more vault space because now your 10,000 crucible tokens can sit in one stack. Well, two stacks if you have 10,000. I've and never so all space. All the stacks. Yeah, you have so much room now. Also, Braytex schematics are more plentiful. The Braytex schematics are no longer limited to one per day per account. Though the item description still says they are, it's lying. It'll be updated at a later time. Braytex schematics also have a 25% chance drop when you open a Rasputin data cache. I got two of them while I was farming override protocols or override frequencies over the last week. So they're there. They're out in the world. Go enjoy them. The four Braytech weapons offered by Anabray are also tied to the Wayfarer seal and now have a greater chance for granting weapons you do not currently have. So if you're trying to be a Wayfarer, there's hope for you yet. And your pinnacle grenade launchers are now easier to obtain, which you talked about the details last week, I believe. So they're easier to obtain. That's out in the world. Go grind for them. No, no, no. You, you have to repeat it because Respawn likes it. No, 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 no. He doesn't. Repeat it. He doesn't have Maybe to. somebody didn't listen last week, Respawn. Don't doesn't be matter. Go back to listen to last week's uh, podcast. No. Yes. Leave. Everything, everything's Go. been reduced. Go the ahead. only thing I'm going to say is on your next Iron Banner, you can get 2x um, you know, kill for your mountaintop. So if you're going for your mountaintop, don't go into comp. Go into Iron Banner when it comes back. Also, Reckoning and Game at Prime changes. Enemies in Reckoning have adjusted to have less health and do less damage to players. Again, I was able to get through one without a well warlock. Increased weapon drops in Reckoning and Game at Prime. They further increased bad luck protection for each activity, so players should receive a weapon reward after playing multiple matches without one dropping. The tier three reckoning will have even higher drop rates, even more, as it is more challenging. Stand Ever by for a second. Hold on, hold on, don't move ahead. Um, I have something I can give you guys, and you guys can put it uh, like a link in the show notes or whatever. You're um, slowing me down. I know, but it, it it is directly involving the reckoning. I have uh, mm-hmm. what weapons you can get during what weeks, and what's and, and how to farm those. I can give, you can give I, them. I all right. All right. No, you can continue. I just wanted to let you know that that's a thing. I'm going to send you. So you had to stop me to not to tell me you were going to send me a thing. You could have just sent me without stopping me. Good. Moving on. Eververse. Shut it's up! an issue that would cause wrapped items to long, no longer be refundable when transferred between characters. The Forsaken character boost is no longer available for purchase. Oh, Did you remember that was a thing? Because it's gone now. You will still receive one, so if you buy Forsaken, you'll also get a, get a character boost, but you can't buy them. Any other issues, go contact the help forum. They will help you out. Respawn reminder, because he loves them so much. Moments of Triumph end date is September 17th. So if you're working on your 2019 seal, you have until September 17th to get it done. Also, PC purchases, um, you can't buy it anymore. Can't buy Destiny 2 on PC. Can't buy silver on PC. You do need to log into Battle.net before October 1st to claim any silver you have lingering there. And cross-save issues, there are some. They set up a forum. If you're having issues with cross-save, go to the cross-save forum. We'll link it in the show notes. And that's it. That's been your parody patch note review for the week because these nice. things have already happened and we don't know what they're going to break next. So here's a quick thing that happened to me whenever I started playing on PC. You know... Quick uh, respawn show note. No, 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 no. Uh, you know how you were talking about how things happen on... Whatever. Something you just said reminded me of this. So... <laughs> Let's move on, because we don't want to hear about that. News and information. News and information. Here is a roundup of news from Twitter's, Reddit's, and forums. Are just going to skip over cross-save issues? 
I said cross save issues. I said there's an entire for them forum for them. Did you? Okay, my yes, bad. I sure did. Quickly, speedily. So DMG has clarified on Reddit that year one Iron Banner ornaments from season two and three can be applied to the new set. Um, armor sets from year one and two will not be ornamented. So if they... you want to look like the old times, play the new stuff. Yes, or just finish out doing what you're doing now. Kind of stuff. Bungie say that the Bungie bounties are back on all platforms throughout year three, and that was a tweet. 6v6 control has skill match. 6v6 classic mix is connection match. And they wanted to give options known as they know skill matching is a hot topic in the community. Speaking of um, hot topics, listen up. You were just talking about Iron Banner, right? That reminds mm -hmm. me of something that's been going on this past week about um, Not the how Iron it is. It is one of the things is involving the Iron Banner armor. Yes, it is, and it's about how um, next season we've already seen some of the Iron Banners and some of the raid gears and mm -hmm. some of the Eververse items and the Eververse items. The this the, you know what this sounds have to pay like. For. You know what this sounds like parody. Sounds like upcoming things we're going to talk about in the next file. I think it's it's an upcoming respawn rants. I think that's where he's oh, trying to go. It's it's, it's definitely out of that. Oh. So before before he rants about respawn rants, uh, they're just saying you know they are going to work on work on the maps, taking the maps out. They're going to work on those maps, especially Dead Cliffs was the one they pointed out about thinking of the people you spawn trapped. So that's it. That's all your news from this week. Well, we can we can move on really. the armor. Really. No, 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 that's all the news. There's there's no more news. It's news. There is more news. There, There is news about, you know, wasn't this armor supposed to be for the raid as it matches the raid weapons we've seen? <laughs> no, additional news. Um, Sony have, um, Sony are going to be at the Tokyo Game Show this week and they've, they've listed a Shadowkeep trailer, which is scheduled in for Thursday. If anybody's interested, it no probably be on that as well. No one cares about Sony. Sony's the reason we couldn't have nice things until now. No one, no one loves Sony. Right. PlayStation players, we love you, but nobody loves Sony. And no, we're all playing speaking, nicely it's together. It's just the same trailer we've already seen, but now in Japanese. That's it. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, Bungie was tweeted at asking if Bottom Tree, Striker, and Dawnblade need a more resilience nerf. To be honest, the duration also goes on for too long. And Bungie put, shoot them, and the duration will be adjusted. <laughs> Seriously, though, we'll pass along your feedback to the team. <laughs> So basically what they've said is yeah, I thought know, that was what interesting we've that said. They, yeah, I thought it was interesting that they didn't touch the, the super that's running rampant right now. They're like, nope, that's good. That's fine. Things are okay. We nerfed it once. We think it's in a perfect spot. Sorry, I missed out on something because I was looking something up. What super is running rampant right now? Nothing. Don't um, worry. Don't tell him. Don't I, 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 I'm not going to tell him because if he played the game, he would know this by now. <laughs> I have been playing the game, but I just don't play it in PvP. So what are you talking about? Or in Gambit. Or in strikes, or anywhere where there's lots of ads you can run around and kill. Uh, moving on. So moving on. Whatever. Let's roll that music. Which one? The respawn rants. We have so many. Yeah, I think. He, are you going into a respawn rant? Yeah, yeah. I was just sending something to you guys. That that okay. picture I was telling you all about. <clears throat> all right. So give me a second. Let me put these side by side so I can complain appropriately. Everyone, start your ranting engines. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Look, so in the beginning, 
right? I, I, I was backing Bungie with this whole microtransaction thing. Everybody was complaining about it. I said, look, I understand people don't like it, but it's just another way that they can fund the Destiny universe, right? So I didn't mind too much because it was an optional thing. You didn't have to get the stuff if you didn't want to. I chose to partake because I like the stuff and I like helping Bungie out. But they've taken it too far. And, and this is my opinion, but just, this is just my Just elaborate show. on why. Yeah, well, not my show. This is our show, and my opinion is where I get to say here, right? So I understand that microtransactions are how Bungie gets their extra funding. I even supported him and backed them up on a past cast. I don't even know how long ago, right? It is a necessary evil. Get over it. So this week at Bungie showed us the armor sense, right? Um, and just take a look, for example, at the new raid armor, right? Kind of looks sweet with the with the glowy lights and everything like that until you realize it's just a reskin of the Osiris armor. They've added some glowy bits. That's it. There's nothing new. There's nothing unique except the glowy bits. And for some people, that might be enough. For me, them reskinning an old armor for a new raid is just taking it too far, especially since if you look at the Eververse armor, the Eververse armor is looking good. It's looking real. It's looking so good that it's looking too good, in my opinion, for something that should be optional, right? The only way you can get sweet looking armor is by paying for it and doing end game activities like the raid is just going to give you a reskin. Doing competitive things like Iron Banner is going to give you not a reskin, just ugly looking armor. That is not to me what Iron Banner should look like. Even the seashells, I didn't think the seashells looked good, but they were ornate. They were detailed. They were different. This armor is just ugly, right? Maybe somebody out there likes it. Maybe they like the whole, you know, holier-than-thou, homey look on their Titan, Warlock, or Hunter. I don't. I like to stick out. I like to, I like to be different in a crowd of people, I guess, right? But anyway, so having good-looking armor at Eververse is great. Don't get me wrong. Right. If you want to go buy good looking armor, it should be worth the money that you spend or bright dust or whatever. It should be worth it. However, if you're going to have good looking armor in Eververse and then ignore the other armor in the game that you have to ignore, uh, I'm sorry, that you have to earn. Sorry. That's just not OK. That is really not OK. And I really hope this gets addressed before the release of Shadowkeep due to the community outrage about it. But I doubt it. I mean, it's, it's already underway. It's, it's a month away. I don't think they're going to change it at this point. So what the hell, Bungie? That's, I, I, I can't even, I don't, I don't even have any more words. I'm just, I'm surprised that this happened, you know, <sighs> whatever. I, 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 I I'm, I'm done. Right. I, I, I'm so frustrated. I don't even have any words to say for the rest of this rant. I'm just done. This shouldn't have been a thing. We shouldn't have to talk about this. You shouldn't have the armor that you earn being reskins or ugly. And then the only armor that looks good, you have to pay for whatever I'm done. That's it. And the dream main armor you get from the moon. I'm sorry. That's a spaceman. He went to the space college. He's a space college graduate. You know where he graduated space college from Titan, where you can also get the same armor for your Titan to look like a spaceman. But really, can we look at the dream bane armor for the warlock? What happened there? What? What happened? I'm pretty sure that's a Minecraft mask he's wearing. <laughs> I, I I don't. I, I don't, actually I mean, don't see that armor anywhere. Uh, 
in the TWAB is the first armor set down. The Dreambane set you get from the moon. The Titan looks like you know a spaceman with some with some rings all over him. Hunter, he's got a nice little gas mask on. He's re- he's ready for the moon. And then I I don't know what happened to the warlock. Our, our warlock friends, I don't know what what they've put on your head, but it's it's very confounding. I've I've got questions. I don't think they're good answers to them, but I have so many questions. I know this is making riveting podcast while we talk about pictures, but <laughs> it is. It absolutely is. <laughs> it's you, the best. The well, problem as long I think as you put respawns the pictures, they can see for themselves. Is you know. The, the armor that Respawn's referring to is the raid armor that Bungie have come out and confirmed that is raid armor. And it looks to be a reskin of the Trials of Osiris. Um, sorry, not the Trials of Osiris. It was the reskin no, of the, the Osiris armor. Just, just the Osiris no, the armor. Osiris DLC. Yeah. But if you look at it, they have made a lot more tweaks to it and made it a lot more ornate with the glows on it. So they have worked on it. It's not like it's a copy and paste. So they have put effort it into it. It is pretty much a copy and paste. They've added a few spikes and some 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 glow no, that's you it. know it does look different and a, a lot of people in the community are up in arms about it much like respawn which is why we let respawn have his little rant about it because he you know he speaks for a majority in the community that are upset that something's been reskinned but you see less and less people moan and get upset about a reskin of a gun than they do the armor what you've got to look at as a whole Bungie are spending so much time trying to give you content and stuff to play. You can't have 200% attention put onto armor sets. If they are taking an armor set that's already previously been in the game and tweaking it and making it, it looks more, you know, it look does look different and it does look original with glows. And once you slap a shader on it, it's probably going to pop. It's going to look really good. And two months down the line, people are going to forget about it. It's but- still a reskin though. Dawn it's still a reskin. It's not, it's not a reskin. It is a complete change of what it actually looks like. If, if you by put a them complete side by change, side, you mean they added some spikes and some glowy bits, then you're they've right. They've changed it. They've changed it. It's not a complete change, though. A complete change is the moon armor, even if it is ugly. No, That's a complete no. change. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> no, what do you mean? No, it's not. Look, look at the Titan armor you get from Titan and the Titan armor you get from the moon. It's it's the same. They, they've added... It looks. I don't see Titan. Yeah. I see the moon. I don't see Titan. Was that it further down? You're going no, to have to actually up. go to Titan and look oh, it up. Okay. Yeah, you have to go to Titan on a Titan and get your space college. I mean, yeah, it, they've added the O-rings all over, but it's it's the same hat. I'm sorry. It's, if it's the same hat, it's the same armor set. That's just how but life if, works. <laughs> it's a moon. You're literally, you're it's literally a moon, a moon helmet, man. though. Yeah, well, they already gave you on Titan. But which what I found interesting. What I found interesting was I was watching Say No to Rage's um, YouTube and he was pointing out that there's re- this really nice Vex chrome armor that you've got with the season pass, and it matches the weapons that are in the raid. And mm-hmm. he was in he was theorizing that maybe the raid armor was this lovely shiny stuff that you now get on the season pass that they're kind of using to entice people to actually buy the season pass, and they swapped mm-hmm. the glowy mm-hmm. stuff round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which would bigger, make kind of sense. Bigger, that bigger carrot on that what, stick. It's a bigger carrot, and it looks fantastic. And yeah, because I can be a space re- rhino. <laughs> <laughs> they do look really good, the shiny ones. And what you've they, got to remember yeah. is the premium track for the season pass armor drops at rank one. So I, we were talking about it last week when I was saying, you know, a pro tip for not picking up your solstice armor straight away. You get an armor two set at rank one from your premium track now if you don't pay for the season pass you get it at rank 35 but it's free 
Do you so, get the full set or just one piece of it then? You, you get, get the one full piece set. every five levels, I thought. No, but you get the one you get the one you get the full set at rank one for the, oh. the premium. Oh, okay. Oh, I see, I see. I now, have, you, have you guys seen the, oh, the ones I'm gonna be a space pass? rhino. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. No other armor set matters. I'm going to be a space rhino with wings and a rhino horn. It's going to be incredible. You don't have wings. You have like a bladed arm. Uh, so they're you, sort you of wings. Kinda, you can kind of see where Destiny have been going. You know, they, they may have had to switch stuff around. And the Osiris um, Vex armor looks very similar to what it could be for a race. So maybe that's a last minute decision. They decided, let's scrap this. Let's move that there. Let's do this. But if they can get it out on time and you know, the gameplay is, you know, what we all want it to be, then who cares about that armor? Now, I understand where you're coming from, Respawn, with the Eververse armor, because that looks completely brand new, designed from the ground up. Absolutely. And against the Iron Banner armor, because I remember Celestial Talons pointed this out as well, that that looks really bland. The Iron Banner yeah. stuff that you earn in game I didn't, I, looks I as bad ugly. as like I said ugly, but I didn't mean to say ugly. It's not. It's not ugly. It's just not ornate. You're covered yeah, in gauze. Nothing kind of. Yeah, there's nothing yeah. to it. It looks. Mm. If you matched it up against the other <clears throat> bog standard sets of Iron Banner for the last couple of years, they all look very similar. You've got the Iron Banner symbol on your chest, mm -hmm. or you've got things on your arm. Your helmets kind and of look even similar. Your part shoulders. Of look at them. that. You look. Yeah. Uh, what's the word? Normal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, although although the iron, yeah, the, the iron will, the armor set for Iron Banner. I wonder if if they if they went you know lower key on that one because you're going to have presumably you know three years of Iron Banner armor ornaments because I I have to believe this is going to be ornamented. You know this armor set doesn't look great, but you can put any of your other ornaments from past Iron Banners on, saying, "Hey, uh, you know, I'm so going to." It's you know, like those toys you, you know, had when you, you know, were a kid. You had the little GI Joes that had like holes in the shoulders, and you could like attach armor. Ronan Warriors, <laughs> not GI Joe. Ronan Warriors. You had the little plain guys, and then you could just kind of clip on the armor pieces. Is that what this yeah. is? Just like, it, this that, is the Under Armour. It's not the actual armor. There you it's go. The under Armour, and then yeah. all the, the 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 ornaments you just kind of clip on. Yeah, because yeah. that I mean, honestly, that was my first. Thought. I mean, it looks like we're just all covered in gauze. Like, all I can see is you know, like we're wrapped in bandages. Like, hey, here's we gave you an armor set that's sort of like here's here's baby's first armor set. If you're a veteran and have played the game, you can make this armor look like a seashell or a samurai or whatever the current one is that's not the samurai because that's the only one you should care about. But I think it's you know, here's the Iron Banner armor where I can spend a ton of time on it. Here's an armor set that you can then put all these other ornaments into because if you're giving us. You know, if you've you've ornamentized all the Eververse armor, you've already you know they've already said it, you're going to be able to use your your old Iron Banner stuff, your Iron Banner ornaments. Here's the armor set, but it will support all of those ornaments. And maybe we're going to get some more ornaments. That'd be nice. But yeah, this is not a great set, but you can put things on top of it, which seems like yeah. it makes sense. But I could you I know. can understand, you know, Celestials. Um, oh, totally. Yeah, it, it, but the fact it's, that, you know, they it's still when you when you scroll past set. these. Yeah, it, you scroll past these sets and you're like, what happens? colors to it, and it, it definitely does pop when you match it up against the Iron Banner set. And I could understand him taking more of a, an approach of, that's not fair to, not really about the raid armor. Let's face it, it's it's going to look fantastic. It's going to play fantastic. You know, there's going to be different things, different mods that you can put on it. And you're going to forget the fact that it was an Osiris piece of gear because you can still wear that mm. other shiny piece of armor 2.0. You Once can wear you see it, though, you, you can't unsee it. That's my thing. But the real question is, for the Eververse armor, the hunter has arrows on his back. Does he have to use a bow wearing that armor? Is that a requirement now <laughs> because of the arrows on the back? I feel like it's a requirement. Um, 
I, all I know is for the Eververse armor, it looks like the Warlock's the only thing that's got it together, right? They're all matching and everything like that. The Hunter, his left and right side are different. And the same thing with the Titan. Your left and right side are different. Your, yeah. your right side is white. Your left side is black. And with my the Hunter, Titans my right whole... arm is black and my left leg is black and everything else is white. <laughs> like, yeah, the, the, the Titan, it's like... They got dressed like, in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Titan's weird because like we have the big lions on the shoulders from uh, New Monarchy. From oh, back yeah, when faction rallies were a thing, right? And then we've got like the poofy, like feathery neck from one of the one of was it an Iron Banner? Looks one like of the an shots? Iron Wolf kind of armor. Yeah, it, it was something from like you know they had the big. Um, it was oh, something Shax gave you, yeah, for Crucible, yeah. and then a metal mohawk. So it's like it's sort of like mix and match. We'll take this, we'll take this, and then a big giant lion on the butt cape. It's like all right, mm-hmm. we're very liony. This is this is definitely a Lannister armor set with a metal mohawk <laughs> because yeah. of reasons. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, so it, should we draw a line it, it, underneath? Should we draw a line underneath that armor moan? Because let's face it, we're going to love the game when it comes out. It's riveting Just podcasting you love the material. Game doesn't mean you like the armor. We'll, right. lo- we'll love a different set of armor come, you know. Three months. I just can't believe the 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 mm. substitutional form of the battle pass armor. That has got to be the ugliest stuff I've ever seen. Yeah. Respawn. The only thing I'm. Uh, I just want to mention one thing you said in your rant that I didn't interrupt you. Then I'll let you finish what? the rant. What? You need. You need to get the, your Iron Banner seashell armor with your sandcastle transmat effect because <laughs> that's just perfect. Being the king of the sea coming out of a sandcastle. Oh no, absolutely. That's the and way that's meant to be. The beach ball ghost. Hundred percent. Yeah. Man. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Who cares what the new stuff is? This is what you should run. All of all. All of your. Right. Whatever you're wearing. That's what you should run. Full stop. The end. Yeah, I, I mean, oh, it, it sounds great, but I'm going to be honest with you. I'm it running Escalation Protocol or freaking Gamut Prime Armor. Because I think, in my opinion, those are the best-looking armors in the game thus far. Even looking at this new armor that we're going to be getting. But you say that. But is yeah. it going to be a kind of Tier 5, you know, devastating set? Are you going to be running a Tier 1 set? You don't want that. No, they're five. all getting re-rolled as Tier 2. What are you talking about? Yeah, no, but there's going to be different stages of them. You know, uh, the EDC set is going to be less in power than it is to get the raid set. I guess we'll find out when I start to grind for them. But <laughs> whatever. Yep. Also, so, now that you've said that, I, I got to say, what you said, Parody, I can't unsee it now. Not only not only does the square head on the Warlock <laughs> look right. like freaking Minecraft, but it's squished. Yeah. Where's the rest I'm, of his head? I'm pretty sure that's the one that... uh. Oh god, was it Fallout who did all the deep dives and things? I think like, like his kitty cat armor. I think that's the one he used. It was like this makes me look like a kitty cat. Meow. Oh, <laughs> I think I think that was the helmet. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think that was the helmet because I was going. But no, I my main concern one. isn't anyway. just that it's square. That's accurate. But look at the size of his head compared <laughs> so... to the hunter and the titan. He's right. missing part of his head. I, I, I've got I've got so many questions about this. Anyway, <laughs> we, we we will move the armor. Yeah, it's like Go, the TARDIS. The helmet's bigger on the inside. <laughs> everyone, we'll link the TWAB in the show notes. Go look at the TWAB and just be mystified with us. Just just yeah. join us in our mystified of of what our, what our happened. Mystifications. There yes, I love that word. All right. So we have an amendment to the season pass. No, thanks to Sin from the Guardian Hub podcast who pointed out that we might have got it a bit wrong last week with our explanation of how the season pass works. So this is where all the kind of confusion comes from. Bungie originally said that you'd have to pay for everything, anything that you want to play on each system going forward. So that meant if you wanted to buy Shadowkeep, you had to then purchase it on Xbox 
and PC and PlayStation if you wanted to play on those. And the same with the season pass. But Paul Tassie from Forbes has tried to get to the bottom of it by reaching out to Bungie. Um, and I will link his whole article about his backwards and forwards with them. But what it sounds like is that half of what we already knew, Shadowkeep needs to be purchased on every platform that you want to play on. But the season pass is cross-play. But they still haven't said 100%, you know, exactly. They haven't kind of cleared it up. What will be what? So will you be able to play the season pass Vex Offensive? Will that be cross-play? Um, will the rewards from the premium track be unlocked no matter what platform you are on? Um, and I think we either need to wait for Bungie to come out or just explain in a final point what they mean by you know being able to take your season pass and gain progress no matter what, what platform you play on. So we do know that no matter what platform you do play on, you will make progress on your artifact and your pass rewards. But whether the pass rewards drop on some place that you haven't purchased them is another thing so i will link paul tassie's article in the um, show notes excellent yeah if if you want to hang out in a discord go join the guardian hub discord because i know they've been having a lot of conversation around this and there's a lot of good dudes over there and we've got some raid spoilers because who doesn't yes. have a good raid spoiler so we, we i love in, good raid spoilers what are we we'll put about? in show notes you know where to avoid what time Normally, no, it's won't. respawn rants. Actually, we're, we're putting respawn rants that you can avoid that, and then the spoiler section. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to avoid respawn rants, just spoilers. Right. So here is your spoilers. If you don't want to listen to spoilers, skip ahead a bit and uh, you know, listen to a voice that's not British, and it will be not spoilers. Onward, spoiler British voice. Coming out of um, PAX West, they had like basically the game was opened up for players to play on. And players were told, don't take pictures of the screens. You're not allowed to go and deep dive. So what did people do? They went and took pictures of the screens and kind of looked at mods that you can do. And Bungie have kind of come out and said, we couldn't kind of strip down the game just to have PvP play. It had to be the full game that we took there. So that's why they told people not to take pictures. But they have found two mods that are going to be able to be put onto your armor. And one of them, it says, well, both of them both say active only in the God of Salvation raid. And the first one is gain an overshield after you collect five motes. This mod effect does not stack with other copies of this mod. And that is a three energy void cost. And then you have another one that says gain an increase to weapon damage while within five meters of an active Vex relay. Multiple copies of this mod stack to increase the, the, to increase the benefit. And that's called an enhanced Volteric Moat Collector and in and a Relay Defender. So those are two things that have kind of come out of PAX West that kind of maybe shouldn't have. And the next thing, I think it was from the Vidoc, but it was kind of glossed over. But we've now see strike difficulties as heroic, which is 800 level, legendary, which is 900, and the nightfall is 930. But then underneath that, there were two other difficulties that were listed with no names at 950 and 990. So that's going to be interesting going forward, what they're going to be. And then on another screenshot that's come out from PAX West is where your emblem is, where you have your name and it says season rank. Um, there's a mysterious um, other tracker on the end 
that may be for your triumph score on the director. So on your character screen, um, there's another tracker that looks quite interesting. I I hope beyond all hope it's a customizable tracker so I can count, say, the number of hunters I killed with a shoulder charge and it's just <laughs> there all the time for me to enjoy. But I'm sure it won't be. Honestly, I hope when Shadowkeep comes out, every hunter in the game finds you and kills you. Do the tips and tricks. Oh, they do. They do, trust me. So, tips, tricks, and guides. This week, we have a few videos for you, starting off with Mtash, who has a rangefinder perk video, where he discusses the pluses and minuses behind the, the perk up from the gun, and a reason why you might not necessarily need it or want it on a on the weapon. Um, and it was a very interesting video to watch. I recommend going and having a look yourself, because it, it may sway a decision of whether you, you know do lots of farming for a weapon or not in um, the reasons why you want to choose that that weapon or that perk so recommend go and see that one and a really good video from cami cakes this week he discusses the lunar and rally nerf and i thought it was just going to be a general you know just moan or discussion about the reasons behind it or his feelings behind it but it, it really wasn't it was more of a discussion of okay, so what can we do to combat this? And he comes up with a really good suggestion for the hunters for the middle tree gunslinger. So with your knife throw, if you throw out your knives and get a damage tick on an enemy, it will boost your reload speed. So that paired with enhanced reloader would you know, greatly increase your chances of actually firing off a like a mounting top and reloading super super fast so you could imagine that with the well and the burning ticks from the knives and your enhanced reloader it's going to be something quite fun to actually pair together so uh, you know we've already got content creators looking at other ways to help negate the instant reloads from from the well and the the rally barricade nerf and that's a really good video to watch because it kind of breaks it down for you you know the reasons behind it and and why it's it's a really good thing then um one of my best or one of my favorite ones this week was from astacross he goes over 10 weapons for shadow keep that you can currently farm for or you currently can get now and one of them which i was quite surprised was a sniper from the gambit and reckoning which was a soul survivor and i got one to drop earlier in the week when i was doing gambit actually and it has one of the perks that he was talking about and and another one of the perks that he, he paired with it to say that it would be a really good one again for this rally nerf that's going gonna happen in Shadow Keep. And I thought I destroyed that weapon, but it turns out I didn't. I actually put it in my vault, which was, you know, really cool. Um and there's a couple of other good weapons on there that are worth kind of looking for or looking at getting or looking in your vault to see if you've already got it. So I recommend watching that Astacross video. Then True Vanguard has an exposing the secrets of talented snipers in D2. And we've highlighted this True Vanguard video because of what the meta might become with Armour 2.0 and the synergy between the hand cannon snipers. Because some of the affinities that you might get with the hand cannons and the snipers, I believe it's on the same set of void armour. Um, well, you know, you'll find a lot more people using hand cannon and snipers again going back to d1 so that whole d1 feel of getting back to that era um he shows you like two different games that he has and the strategies and tips that he uses for using the sniper 
mainly as his primary basically you know taking the shot and then cleaning up with the hand cannon or vice versa so it's a very good video to watch and i recommend going looking at that one and then we have Deicide has a spare rash redrick's broadsword godroll pvp perk review video mainly for shadowkeep where he goes over the guns you know and he's time stamped each section and he's got kind of two god rolls for each weapon that you know you could look for or look for farming for so if you are close to getting your redricks or even if you're not you've got like a three times xp coming up in a couple of weeks for crucible he goes over like good arguments and explanations for each role so it's worth taking a look i mean we've added this video because a lot of youtubers are highlighting this high impact pulse rifle meta that may be coming in shadowkeep because pulse rifles or the high impact ones are getting touched so that's the redrick's broadsword kind of pulse rifle um, i think there's a couple of other ones that you can get in the game i can't remember them off the top of my head but they do mention them in the videos so hopefully this is going to be a meta that these high impact pulse rifles will come back into you know better use so if you've got a red rex and you you thought it was trash pull it back out and or have a look to see if you've got one of these rolls that the, they recommend and have a look and as cross actually has a, a video going over the same question will the red rex be meta and he's got two rolls that he uses himself and he goes over the pluses and minuses between the two that he's got um, and the reasons why he uses one over the other, depending on the map in PvP anyway. And Cami Cakes also has another video over his views about what the Redrick's Broadsword might become in Shadowkeep. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so I, I've got a, a mention, I, I've a shame mention. I won't name oh. the Guardian. I'm not going to name them. But you know who you are. And you know that I said I was going to shame you on the podcast. So this is you being shamed. Cue music. Shame. 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 <laughs> Shame. Nice. Shame. So, Respawn, do you want to take us through what the competition is? Uh, yeah, so the competition is this, right? So you know how we have our openings and our closers and things like that, right? So the competition is whoever can come up with the best opening. It could be you ribbing on us. It could be you praising us. It could be whatever. But it has to be comedic. Right. That's my stipulation. If you can make it good without it being comedic, eh, but I'm looking for comedy because that's how I am. Regardless, whoever can come up with the best, funniest opening um, about us three guardians uh, is going to be put in a pool of three. And of that three, we're going to randomly pick who gets the code for the emblem that we have. It's it's the heart emblem that I can't remember the name of it to save my life. Um, it's the one that they got for donating so much money, uh, to to the to the to the to the to the thing. System the of thing. peace, huh? System of peace emblem. Yeah, that one. Think. Right. Yeah. So, of the three people that give us the funniest intros, we're gonna randomly pick from those three to get that emblem, free of charge. Dun, da, da, dun. 
So that's it. Parody, take us home. We are home. Woohoo! No, wait, what? End the podcast. <laughs> and uh, if you want to give us suggestions, we will give you all the ways to do that in just a moment. Because thank you for joining us. Your Titans this week have been Parody and Night Demon. Your Hunter is no one responds in real life. If you have suggestions or want to yell at us or want to tell us all the good things, you can email the show at two titans and a hunter at hotmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at two titans underscore hunter. Go to our Instagram, Instagram.com slash two titans and a hunter, all spelled out. Go to Facebook, search it there because there's a bunch of numbers on the end. You can join the Frozen Clan at join.frozen.party. That's frozen with a zero. If you enjoy sandwiches, hang out with us. If you don't enjoy sandwiches, go join the Guardian Hub. If you really don't enjoy sandwiches, you're going to have to find another clan because we have nothing for you this week. Sorry. Send us your clans if you want more people. You can watch the show on YouTube. You can listen to us on Podcoin, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. You can find your favorite Guardian on Xbox Live and possibly PC. Dun, 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 dun. On PC, for some reason, it's not no one responds in real life because there's a character limitation. So on PC, I'm just no one responds if you're interested. And no one does respond. So that's been our show this week. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for having fun. Lazy Guts has returned to read all the things. And uh, yeah, everyone say goodbye. Deuces. It's going to give one stack of Heart of the Pack a newly revamped um perk to all ally let's try this again looking for any we're getting it back in the six v six playlists let's try that again uh rallying force we're going to give melee kills the ability to hear nearby ally heal melee kills heal nearby allies (laughs) it doubles the shield increase so can you say that the whole thing again i can sure try (laughs) so our rallying force is going to is going to mean your melee kills. Jesus Christ. Now, competitive is being replaced by a 3vp. Competitive is being replaced by a feet. And we were going so well. <laughs> <clears throat> were we, though? <laughs> <laughs>